That's the thing that everybody hates. <laughs> All right. Guess what, motherfuckers? We're back. Fucking six months later uh, to do a show that I missed an entire season of. Uh, so, yeah, Spit and Venom, back on board. I'm the host, Cliff Mullins, sitting over here drinking Fireball and Dr. Pepper. So, joining me today is uh, pretty much the big hoss at Sidewinder Racing League. Uh, I don't know, co-creator, co-owner, co-what-the-hell-ever he is now. Uh, but uh, DG Swiss, a.k.a. Kevin, a.k.a. Swiss, whatever you call him. Some people call him asshole. That person might be me. Uh, what's going on, bud? Uh, asshole is what I prefer, actually. Asshole or Swiss, you know. Well, the... usually you like bitch. That too. Or Brittany. I'll go by anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you... You were doing the cave RP shit earlier anyway. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, having a good time with that. Having a real good time. So, you know, had a decent holiday. And now we're moving on to getting ready for the new year and getting ready for the new season of Signwinder as well. So it should be a good time. Yeah, yeah. So Merry Christmas to all you fuckers out there. And uh, Happy New Year because I'm not doing another show before then. Um, this one's already taken long enough to get done. Jesus Christ. Uh so the last show that I did, I can't even remember what it was. I think it was the season-ending one for the last season. No, it wasn't because I didn't even do that. Um, I was in the hunt for the Street Stock Championship, and then my computer decided to crap itself. And so I had to spend pretty much five months with no computer. In the meantime of that happening, went through a breakup, went through a getting back together, went through a breakup again, went to a different girlfriend, got broke up again. So it's been up and down. And I finally got my damn computer back uh, probably, what was it, two months ago? Right around about the there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so then I finally started getting back racing. And then season ended. And I was like, all right, cool. I have this show lined up. We're going to do this. And it was like, okay. And then, of course, holidays happen, like, right after. So I'm like, all right, let's try and plan this, because i got a couple of weeks off right now. Let me figure out when I can do some of this stuff. Christmas happens, then I have all of this stuff I have to put together, because now instead of your boy driving on a fucking TV tray like I have for the past two years, I got a desk that I had to put together. And... Mm -hmm. uh. Yes, I, I have stability now. I am no longer wobbling back and forth when I'm trying to avoid a wreck. Not only that, but I also got Thrustmaster load sail pedals. So now I drive, I can actually go full throttle on a straightaway. So your boy already has a win in officials where I didn't get one the entire last, last year. <laughs> well, damn. Quickly leveling up there. Uh, yeah, we're, we're moving on up in the world here. So now that I have a desk, the the plan is to eventually get instead of me doing a shit on a headset and doing a shit through Discord, I'm eventually going to go the route of getting an actual mic and a mic stand because I have have room now to do this stuff, and possibly getting a webcam and doing video for maybe this, maybe not. I, I'll at least be able to stream more that way um, on Twitch. Which is uh you know twitch.tv slash two extreme thirty seven, which nobody goes to anyway. So I'm not even worried about it. Um, but uh yeah, so uh, we're moving on up in the world. So uh, well, 
aside from the uh, you know typical you know losing your girlfriend, fiance, whatever, and all that shit. So, uh, other than the the crippling depression, yeah, uh, we're we're moving. We're we're, we're back on the uh, back on the comeback trail now. Moving up, moving up in the world. Trying to anyway. Love all right. So what we're gonna do is since I missed pretty much the entire first three quarters of the season and really wasn't able to keep up with it as much as I wanted to, even though I have Discord on my phone. Um, initially, I thought about doing just like a small 20-minute, hey, this is why there's no shows coming out. Uh, but I decided, to hell with that. I wasn't going to do it. Um, I was getting drunk enough as it was to much less be talking into a phone. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through kind of a season review and I don't really know any of the notable shit that happened. I know that I know who won championships. I know who was in the final four. Uh, but aside from that, what happened in the races before that? I got no idea. Now, the good thing is Swiss broadcasted all of these races throughout the whole season. Most of them in the, in the series that he was actually broadcasting for. Bad news is he forgot all this shit too. So, so uh, if you really want to know what the hell happened during the season and who won what race or all that shit, go watch YouTube for a good solid day and a half, and you can find you can catch up on it. Um, but I ain't doing that right now. It's probably like a week's worth of watching. That'd be that'd be no binge worthy for sure. Though there's a lot of good racing this season. Yeah. So th that was. And it was one of the things that I wanted to happen for so long, which was whoever does broadcasting, whether it was you, whether it was Clint, whether it was who the hell ever else does broadcasting over here, to start putting the races on YouTube. So that way, there's like an archive of like, hey, this is what we have. Because when I had Trenton and Andrew on here, and I was like, you know, hey, y'all have all these races and stuff. Like, yeah, we did it on Facebook, and uh, they deleted all, all the shit. And I was like, well, cool. All right. <laughs> so there's no archive of like season one through whatever we did that that they did did for us. So I'm really happy that we have like the races on YouTube now, to where we can actually go back and watch them. And I'll probably keep up with that more so going forward. Now that that's a thing. Um. By the way, are you still broadcasting? I mean, it's still in the works. Like nothing's ironed out for next season just yet. Most of us are still in the thank God that's over with for season seven, and not <laughs> a lot of not a lot of progress on season eight has been made just yet. We still got a month and a half before we have to get that all nailed down. Um, I'm still offering the broadcasting, so if the series managers still want me to broadcast for them, it'll be available. So yeah, it, it's a possibility. All right, cool, cool. All right, well, as long as we can keep them things on YouTube and, you know, where I can actually see them. That would be great. Uh, so let's go on and get into this thing. Then we'll get into the whole what's happening, moving forward stuff later on. Let's go to the Arca series. Um, I probably should know all of the sponsors and it would be a great time to plug their shit here. Uh, this one was, uh, what the, what, who sponsored ARCA this year? 
in the draft arca series in the draft is a podcast not any different from this one but they go into more than just them racing they do focus on regular racing as well you know the real life stuff so a little bit of everything but you you know all kinds of racing information in the in the draft podcast mostly nascar related and uh, you can find them on the twitter at in the draft 22 nice you're way better at this than I am. <laughs> this, <laughs> I is why, this is why I don't have real sponsors. <laughs> my, my shit's just my friend's stuff. And I'm like, ah, I throw it on the car for you. There you go. <laughs> Who is it that does that anyway? Because I know it's one of the guys that races. Matthew Minnick is uh, my head contact with them. And he uh, he's the, the, the focal point for it. And then he's got his friends that help him out with the podcast and stuff. And a couple of them come over and race with us, too. But yeah, nice. Matthew, Matthew Minnick is the main point of contact there. Okay, yeah, that name rings a bell. But I'm really deep in the fireball right now. So I, I'll figure it out later. Well, I'll, but drop yeah. this, I'll drop this little bit of knowledge for you. They've already signed on for season eight as well. So they are coming back next season. Hey, all right. So we're keeping we're keeping one sponsor. So we're doing good so far. <laughs> Making progress. All right. So in the draft Arca series, uh, were there any notable moments that happened before I came back? Because the only thing I really have on my note sheet here is the championship race, which was a hell of a damn race, uh, <laughs> and a hell of a battle between the final four. Which I think was Bill Rivard, Jack Painter, Alex Reeling, and Trenton Sneed, who was who I was pulling for. Um, but uh, anything that happened before that that was pretty much anything. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of little things, but nothing stands out as being ginormous or monumental. Um, don't really have any moments like that to talk about. But the championship, as you mentioned, was absolutely a war. And those four drivers all were competing, and at one point were one, two, three, and four, and it was so much fun to broadcast that race. Yeah, that one was it. It, it took a turn though uh, towards the end, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was in this race, so I remember it sort of. Um, I remember that Bill had a set of tires at the end of the race. Where was the last race at? What was it? Was it Chicago Land? I know you're just asking too many questions, but we can go and find out. <laughs> Please go and find out. All, I, <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm going by is uh, driver standings. So I'm looking at stats. That's all I'm doing. I want to say it was Chicago Land. It was one of those tracks. It was either that or Vegas. Why, this is why Sim Racer Hub is an amazing thing. I know, but I'm not good at it. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Land, right there. Yeah, race. Chicago Land. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was Chicago Land. All right, cool. I, I was right. All right, so tires were a thing, and Bill had – he was off sequence from everybody. Was he a lap down? I think he was stuck a lap, a lap down, and he came in and got tires because Neo decided to hit the wall and then wreck pretty much right, in, right into the leaders. Um, uh, yeah, that was – a. Very much a dumbass of the season moment. Um, we'll get into that later. So basically, Jack Painter had this thing locked up. He yep. was out, and he was out in front. He was gone, and set and sail. Yeah. So then, last, you know, was was Jack the one that got wrecked in it when Neo hit the wall, or was it someone else that got wrecked? I can't remember. 
I don't think Jack got wrecked. I think he was just out of tires, though. Yeah, he was out of tires. But I want to say he pit. No, he did not pit. I know what it was now. Okay. All right. This goes back to Will Sparks, buddy. Um, Blake Roebuck. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Here, all right. Here's the thing. All right. It goes into this is going to be kind of a running theme for this is the whole team orders thing. Um, all right. Of course, Blake Roebuck and his teammate, Alex Reilly. Uh Alex was in the final four and Blake was not. So Jack pretty much had this thing locked up. Caution comes out, late race restart. Bill comes and gets tires. So he's charging. Um, and it was, it couldn't have been no more than three or four laps to go. And I can't remember what it was that happened to Reeling. I know Trenton got wrecked and he was mad about it. Um, well, he, he got stuck behind everybody because he got wrecked and then he couldn't ever get back up there. Um, but at one point, Jack Painter and Blake Roebuck go down into, I want to say it was one and two. We're going to say it was one and two. Might not have been. Sounds good. Uh, sounds good. And, uh, and Blake just doors the hell out of him, puts him in a wall. And as I'm going by, I'm running, I don't know, mid-pack, usual. Um, I see Jack Painter's in the wall, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. And he slots in pretty much a car or two behind me. And I'm like, all right, I know he's much faster than me. I, th- I want to say there was another caution in there. We end up with a green-white checkered. Bill's coming. He's charging through the field. He had, I th- want to say he had to do a you know, lucky dog restart, so he was always back here to pass all the lap cars. Wasn't going to get to the front that way. But when the second restart happens, or maybe it was just a lap later, whatever it was. Either way, I know that the two of them were behind me. And um, Jack's like directly behind me. And I see Bill's coming on the outside in my mirror. And I'm like, I'm about to fuck this whole thing up. And uh, lo and behold, I catch the apron of the track on the white flag lap just right to where it snaps me to the left. And uh, I clean out um, Cody Cleaver. (laughs) Me and him had to have a conversation after that. I was like, it was not me trying to wreck you because he was like on the apron trying to get around me. I straddled the apron like an idiot, and it just snapped me to the left. And I spin right in front of Jack Painter as Bill's going around him on the outside. So me and Cleaver end up in the grass down here on the inside. No caution, of course. White flag lap. Bill gets around Jack. I don't think Alex was even in it at that point. Or maybe he might have been a couple of cars in front of us. Either way, Bill gets around him and goes on to win. Uh, I want to say it's his first championship. Pretty sure it's his first one because he won two of them. This We're going to talk more about Bill later. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, Bill gets the championship in the ARCA series. I got to have him on here at some point because that's killing two birds with one stone right there. It's two champions. I got him in one guy. So, yeah, we're doing good. He almost pulled off to Michael Edwards and winning all the damn championships in one year. <laughs> and most anyone's ever done is two, so he ties the record. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Mike tied. Mike was the record. But, well, Mike and Lucas. Mike Lucas, and Lucas. Has, Lucas has God knows how many fucking titles he has now. <laughs> I want to say it's nine. That's uh, a lot. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. God damn it, Lucas. No wonder Neo hates you so much. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Bill Rivard getting the uh, championship in that. And everybody wanted to hate on Blake because he doored Painter and put him in the wall and saying that he did that so that Alex could get around him or whatever. Um, all it did really was just open it up for Bill because Bill had fresh tires. He was going to come on the outside of everybody. That sounded terrible. Uh, it did. <laughs> sounded hot. That's how it goes here. But yeah, uh, Bill just coming all over the place in the uh, in the Arca series <laughs> and uh, comes away with a championship. So that was that. Um, Jack Painter had five wins on the season. Really, probably between him and Hayden, which Hayden, I don't think he made, but a handful of starts anyway. Hayden had like three wins. Uh, they were the winningest drivers in Arca uh, by far. Uh, Bill only had one win. It's probably a fuel miles race, if I was going to take a guess with how he is. Um, Jack yeah, has five wins. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's one thing I know about Bill Rivard. If it comes down to a fuel miles race, you might as well follow whatever the damn 10 does because that's, what, that's, what's, <laughs> that's what's going to win it for you. Most uh, so that, that's going to take us to there's really nothing else to really cover in ARCA. Yeah, the final race did get uh, Jeff Price his first win, so that was exciting. That's right. Jeff did win that because, uh, yeah, he's part of the whole merger thing with the whole team. So he got he got us another team win. So I'm happy mm-hmm. for that one. Um, I almost completely bypassed that. It's the second win he's ever had in SRL. Yep, and then he had, uh, I think, Nick Cameron won the season opener and uh, Tyler Lanen. And uh, Lucas Hoysma and Wesley Parker also picked up wins on the season. So a little bit of spread around. It wasn't too much of uh, Lucas Hoysma dominating like it was in the Cup Series. I mean, you cool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah. Nick, and the thing about Nick, here's here's what I figured about Nick. If it's a Daytona race, Nick Hammer's going to be up front. Because I have so many pictures I've taken of like the end of Daytona races and Nick Hammer is always in the top three, whether he wins, he finishes second, he finishes third. It's always the damn 11 car is always up front in the Daytona race. And especially in arc cars, he's really good there. Yep. Yeah. He was my teammate for a long time. And yeah, he's very, very good at restricted plate racing. Yeah. I mean, he's the, he's the JR deal of the other team. Not <laughs> intense. <laughs> well put, well put. All right, so that's going to take us to Xfinity, which was kind of plagued by the same situation that I had. I missed out on so much uh, because my computer died. And the same damn thing happened to... Uh, to uh, Travis Martin, yeah. Travis. Mr. Ghostman. Yes, and uh, so pretty much Jake Lawrence had to pretty much run this series. For the most part, for most of the season, I think. Yep, Jake um, did a damn good job. He did a damn good job of it. I, I was, I mean, when I came back and, and actually ran a couple of races, I was like, hey. But the thing is, is that Travis already kind of has everything kind of set. Hey, this is how we're doing things, which we'll get into this later. Is kind of what the entire league is going to kind of go to, as far as I can tell. We'll talk about it's that in a little bit, though. trending that way, yes. It's trending that way. All right, so um, in the Xfinity series, what Fort did Worth I have? Printing Xfinity series. Yes, you, yeah, you're the the sponsor guy. Got to plug uh, him. Got to plug him because uh, you know want him to keep showing up. Yep, yep, but yep. It also helps. Okay. It, it also helps when uh, when the owner uh, <laughs> of the sponsor decides he's going to just win the damn championship to stay himself. So yeah, took it in his own hands and. Uh... 
he took that thing. He says, my championship. Y'all come and get it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he only had two wins. One of them I was there for. I want to say it was the restrict. Yeah, it was Talladega because I thought I was going to win it. And then I got wrecked by Wesley. So, fuck you, Wesley. Um, I know he'll listen to this. Uh, and um, he I remember John. Yeah, I remember him winning that one. Did he win the finale? No, he won the next to last race, which was Daytona. Okay, well, both the restricted plate races then. Yep. And uh, I mean, hell, I mean, when you're driving a real ARCA car, that's a good place to do it at. Heck yeah, that's the two races everybody watches: the Daytona and Talladega races. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, John coming away with the win in, in the uh, finale here, winning the championship. I don't know who actually won last race. Corey did. Uh, Corey. Oh yeah, it was at Vegas. No wonder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was that was if if I was a betting man, if we had betting in SRL and it comes up Xfinity at Las Vegas, I'm betting on Corey Dio because it's something he does there. I don't know what it is. I'm sure he has told Jr. about it, and and tells him what to do in these races. And I have just never paid attention, and I have not learned how to drive that car that well at Las Vegas because every time. Corey Deal laps my ass there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's speed for sure. Yeah, he's really good at Vegas. Um, so Corey gets the win in the race. If I'm not mistaken, he drove the Joker car for that one. The one yep. with the Joker in the numbers. Yeah, that. Yeah, my I secret for Vegas is always save a set of tires for the Greenway Checker. Yeah, yeah. It and but I mean, hell, he's so damn fast there on the long runs too, though. It's crazy. Um, anything of note in the uh, Xfinity series that happened? I don't have anything in the notes for this because, once again, I wasn't paying attention to this shit. I mean, if we're shouting out team wins, Mike Edwards picked up a win at Charlotte. Um, Wyatt Tinsley came down and kicked our butts at uh, Watkins Glen. Uh, Harry Grindel, he's part of your merger. He came and won at Richmond. So there's a few good races. That's shocking. There. He's a yeah. he's a road guy. Road guy, absolutely. Cross he's the pond. Road. <laughs> yeah, he's a road guy, but he's also really good on ovals, and that's surprising to me. Yeah, and picked up the win at Richmond, which is a tough three-quarter mile track. You know, you don't normally see that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see who else won on here. Uh, let's see. Wesley got three. Not surprising. Um, usually it's the Wesley Parker and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hayden Lowell. So they both had three wins, but uh, yeah, John coming away with two wins. Dustin actually was second in points, so it was a one-two for the Fort Worth boys. Yeah, and uh, technically y'all had three in the top five. Damn, y'all kicked everybody's ass in that that deal. I believe. <laughs> uh, the boys Mike are quite Mike Mike coming in in fifth. So yeah, pretty good, pretty good uh, Xfinity series there. Um. But yeah, John Garrett, congrats on the uh, winning your own damn championship, I guess, since you're since you're uh, sponsoring the whole deal. But uh, hopefully, Travis is going to be back with us for next season. Yep. He made it in right at the end of the season, uh, even later than you. Yeah. I think he was he, like last week of the season. He, he was yeah, getting stuff together. He made he made the start in the last race, and I felt so bad because I wrecked him. Of course you did. Like, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be an SRL race without me wrecking Travis Martin at well, least once. <laughs> well, I forget what it was that triggered it, but somebody spun down through the grass and everybody was checking up, and I was like, "There's that 63 car." And I 
I, at the time I had my Logitech, so I didn't, I didn't have the great breaking capabilities that I have now. And so I just slid right into him. And uh, <laughs> I think we're, we were all battling for like the lucky dog and it took both of us out of it. And I was like, fuck, I look like a fucking asshole right now. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, that's, uh, that's Xfinity series for you. Um, we gonna touch on uh, the dirt first dirt season. Yes, that was the next one I was going to. I don't. I didn't have it pulled up in the uh, in the standings here, but you know more about that because I am definitely not a dirt guy. But we actually <laughs> had a dirt sprint car series. Was it the three sixties that they were running? Uh huh. Ran the three sixties, okay. and it was a full season put on by uh, EPI, uh, Elite Performance Industries, and. 15 race season had a really fun 10 race regular season and then five race playoffs. Uh, Lucas Hoisma proved to be very, very dominant in those cars and he was tough to beat every single night, night in, night out. But a lot of the times when Lucas would qualify, it would be the seven and the 77 on the front row, which was Clayton Kinkart. So we had all sevens on the front row for about half the races. Just those two, Kinkart and Hoisma, were so fast and Hoisma got the better end of it and won five of the races this season. King Kart only picked up one victory, but King Kart come through right at the end to pick up the championship when it mattered most and get, got the win there at the end of the season. So King Kart able to cap off his very strong season with a championship. Yeah, you make it sound so much better than I do. Jesus Christ. Your, your, your review is way better than me. All right, here's a question that I have. How many, how many starts did Blake Giglio make? How many starts is a great question. Give me one moment, and I can pop these stats and let you know. Blake Giglio made five starts and uh, picked yeah, up okay. three wins in those five starts. Oh, that's why. That's why he wasn't in the championship fight because, uh, you know, pro dirt driver. And I say that with air quotes going on <laughs> because he's – it's the biggest thing within the group. You know, me, Lucas, Quinn, Blake, all of them uh, over at Low Drag. We have this running joke going on. Um, <laughs> anytime Blake fucks up during a race, we always sit there. Yeah, that's a pro dirt dirt driver going on right there. <laughs> and every time we beat him, we're like, "Man, I should be a pro dirt driver because I beat a pro dirt driver out here." We give him so much hell, and I know it annoys the crap out of him. But I am super proud of him for doing the whole pro series and doing the World of Outlaws i racing, whatever it is thing. Um, Glad to see him out there doing it. He's absolutely terrible uh, with on that on that stage. He's fucking terrible at it. Wow. <laughs> he, he's. <laughs> I say we, we we made the joke the other day. It's like I think it's thirty people, and we kept making a joke that he was twenty seventh in points, and uh, and he's like, no, I'm twentieth in points. And I was like, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> I mean, it is a little better, but man. I just like giving him hell because it's Blake. I mean, it's what we did. That is um, true. But yeah, he, I figured he would have a lot of dirt. Web, but those are also four tens that he's racing to. So it's a whole other. I, you trust me. We very, did very different. We did a um, and this and this the guys at Low Drag will love this because nobody else knows this story. But it's an inside joke that we all have. Uh, when. They started kind of getting into the dirt stuff, which is why Lucas is actually pretty damn good at it. Um, as a matter of fact, for the pro races that Blake does, Lucas is a spotter. Um, and so 
we all jump into this race at Fallujah. And I want to say it was three, might have been 360s. Pretty sure it was 360s. And they're like, come run with us. It's, it's Quinn, it's Lucas, it's Blake, and, you know, whoever, it was a hosted session or whatever. They get me in there. And I know nothing about dirt racing other than a street stock. <laughs> That's literally the only dirt car I ever race. Um, surprisingly enough, I had Volusia only because Garrett Boyd bought it for me uh, because he wanted me to run dirt. And I was like, no. And, uh, <laughs> and so they get me out there in this thing. I've not turned a single lap. I don't know anything about adjusting wing angles or none of this. But Donnie Leah. Former truck series driver, winner in the truck series, was in the race that day in his hosted session with us. And Blake, to this day, will say it's the funniest thing he's ever seen in his life. Um, we're going we're to start this race, and I am literally all over the place. I go from the top to the bottom, all the way to the top, all the way to the bottom, completely sideways. No idea what the fuck I'm doing driving a sprint car. <laughs> And I am all. I mean, it's Volusia is not a hard track to run, but I am all over the fucking place. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I barely turn the wheel, and this motherfucker just goes straight to the infield. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And uh, it was funny though because at the end of it all, like everybody but like three people wrecked, and so I happened to last longer than Donnie Leah did. And so the ongoing joke, that inside joke that we have at Low Drag is. Anytime they talk about dirt racing and shit, and they bring me up, everybody says, yeah, but he did beat fucking Donnie Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So that's the inside joke. And I and I, I just run right with it. I'm like, yeah, I beat Donnie fucking Leah. I don't give a shit. I'm the best fucking dirt driver in this whole group. <laughs> you know, I got one of those stories, right? Oh, really? In uh, Modifieds at Nashville. I ran against Dale Earnhardt Jr. and some jackass took him out on like lap five. <laughs> and so you know how about the angry cussing on my Twitch channel, right? Well, yeah. Dale Jr. comes across the radio and goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, perfect. Dale Jr. just made angry cussing. <laughs> it's the greatest awesome. thing ever. And so I ran, I of course ran more laps than him because, you know, he, he rage quit at that point. And yeah. I, so yeah, I beat Dale Jr. at Nashville and modified. So yeah, I'm well, better Dale Jr. Damn. Go figure, you have a better I beat such and such story than I. God damn it. I mean, even my other one's better because I ran IndyCars at Kansas with Tony Kanaan and similar situation, except he just didn't plan very well. There's a reason why he's a driver and not a crew chief because he ran himself out of gas and I did not do that. So I beat Tony Kanaan at Kansas in an IndyCar. It was funny as hell because uh, just the other night, actually, I was testing out the new pedals that I have and I was doing hosted race. It was a super late model hosted race at Michigan. And Jeremy Mayfield was in there. Perfect. And, and well, as well, Jeremy Methfield, as some people call him, uh, <laughs> he was in there and, you know, got the whole Dodge. It one twelve, wasn't 19, but it was, you know, it was paying the same way. And we're all racing. I'm like, I'm about to beat Jeremy Mayfield in this. And so then, and, and, I wasn't in in the low drag Discord at the time, but I was sitting there thinking, I'm going to take a screenshot of this, and I'm going to be like, guess what, guys? I not only beat Donnie fucking Leah, but I also 
beat Jeremy Methfield. And and so we get to like two laps to go. And for some reason, this dude that was running behind me just decided to door the shit out of me to the fucking shadow realm and fucking killed me. Which was funny because Jeremy also wrecked into me at the same time. (laughs) But he got going in front of me and I was like, I can't let this go. I've got to go wreck this guy. Because he was running like third. I was like, this guy's not finishing third. So I, you know, did my usual. And there's no cautions. So I just, you know, put put it around there at 70 miles an hour until the lead pack comes back up to me. Sure enough, I hooked the damn 95 car into the outside wall. I was like, that's what you get for doing that shit. Going to find out real quick. Don't fuck with me. And uh, Jeremy beat me by a lap on that one. Though. So. Perfect. 95 fucked around and found out, though. He fucked around and found out. Uh, he he was not happy the next race that we did after that. Um, and I still wrecked him in that one, too. So Perfect. Perfect. Anyway, back to Sidewinder Racing League shit. Uh, <laughs> this is how this show is going to go, guys. Oh, yeah. 88 um, years strong. Yeah. It very, it's very strong here. So uh, Clayton Kennard getting Clint Kincart. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why I can't say that guy's last name. Found it. Um, found it eventually. He gets the championship, which I think everybody thought Lucas was going to win it. What happened yeah. in the final race? Um, Clayton Kincart won. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Perfect. That's a perfect way to wrap that one up. <laughs> Good job, Clayton. Uh, way to go. Uh, let's go take us to... Uh, we're At one point, though, it's another one where it was really good battle. Like, they were all one, two, three, and four uh, going for the title in that one as well. And it was uh, it was really, really contested. And then some drivers are going to it a little too hard and took themselves out. And, uh, yeah, King Cart was able to keep his nose clean, come away with a win. Nice. All right, way to go, 77, beating the seven. Uh Triple sevens up front, so there you go. Wasn't lucky for me. Anyway, moving on. Uh, that's going to take us to the Wednesday series, which is the uh, Burner Shield Cup series. Remember that one. Uh, don't know why. I remember. It's because it's right in front of my face. That's why. Um, look, because it's on the stat sheet. It, it, work, it works now. Now that I see it, I'm like, oh, there it is right there. I can just look at that. Um, final four for that was Lucas... Mike Edwards, Brandon Bikey, still remember that one, and uh, I was Bacon, as we called him at the first part, <laughs> yep, and uh, Bill Rivard, I think, was the other one, wasn't he? Yes, it was Bill. So, in uh, usual fashion of, hey, Lucas has never won a championship in this car. I don't think he has. Hold on. I have it right here. It's in my notes. I remember. <laughs> cup car, cup car. Where? No, oh, oh, went too far. Went too far. <laughs> All right, Lucas had never won a championship in the cup car, and uh, he decided to show up and uh, fucking decimate everybody else and uh, kick everybody's ass and win the championship in the cup series because that's what Lucas does. Uh, yep. So Lucas hoists my with eight fucking wins. Jesus Christ, dude! Let somebody else get a goddamn <laughs> chance. Uh, <laughs> it runs away with it. Missed there a race was... and still fucking won a championship. The crazy thing is there's only two wins outside of the top four. Like the final four, there's only two wins outside of that. That's crazy. Yeah, one of them is Blake, which nobody cares about him. And then uh, Thomas Green, who showed up for one race and won one it. Race. Yep. Season I, raced, I actually raced with him the other day. It was pretty fun. Um, I think I wrecked him, as a matter of fact. Uh, under Perfect. caution. That was even better. 
perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I never had a problem with Thomas Green. I always had a problem with Justin Sipes, but I somehow ended up fucking up Thomas during the call. It was because I was trying to wreck Lucas. That was why. <laughs> of course. I, I went up there, I hit Lucas, and it cut me to the side. It cut me sideways, and uh, Thomas happened to be the next car. <laughs> Rip. Rip. Anyway, uh, yeah, that that's what happened in the Cup Series. Um, Tell Lucas what's happened. That's all you really yeah. need. Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much sums that one up. Uh, like, Edwards had a great season with three wins, but he was still five behind Lucas. Yeah, and, and that brought up, brought up another thing that was a thing, but wasn't really a thing. Um, the whole Ethan Evers spin. Is it Evers or Evers? Evers. It it looks like Evers. Yeah, and it looks like uh, what Cleaver and Clever? Oh, Cliver. Cliver. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Cliver, but it's Cleaver. That's true. Okay, all right. Well, Ethan Evers. I'm never going to say that right. I just call him Ethan. Um, Easiest thing to do. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, he drives his name wrong, so you know. I mean, it's true. <laughs> uh, it's better than Clapper. <laughs> but we're going to get to that later. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, it's coming. Uh, Quinn, Quinn will love that part. Um, but Bikey got his first winning cup. Bikey did get his first winning cup. I remember that. I was there for that, and I was like, I almost, I thought I thought I was going to screw that one up. Um, I can't remember. Was it Vegas? Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I was not good there and really thought I was going to fuck it all up i actually tried to make the the finale at uh what was it homestead homestead yeah yeah i tried to make the the finale and i come in like 20 laps too late and uh as soon as i got in there my wheel decided to shit itself and uh i plowed the wall going right i was as i was trying to pass bill <laughs> <laughs> and and it just shot to the right and put me in the wall so i just all that forward right on out and bill was like i'm so glad you went that way instead of coming down to me <laughs> i was like dude you have no idea i was all I, all I had to do i just had to move it one way and the wheels would just cut all the way over i was like i don't know what the hell happened um yeah logitech that's what happened but uh yeah that was all i remember of the uh finale um i do remember bikey getting a win uh, other than that, Lucas pretty much dominated. But the finale, I, the one thing I do remember about the finale was that Ethan self-spun, and everybody thought he did it on purpose because Mike needed to catch up. <laughs> and he I needed think, to catch I, up, but it actually I, hurt him. I think Mike even said, "I didn't want to want to restart yeah. because it was yep. terrible on the short runs." Yep, yep, yep. That's what he was saying. Like it actually hurt him. Yeah, way to go, Ethan. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, come on, guy. Situational awareness. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because, like, he totally meant to do it on purpose, right? Exactly. I mean, who, who, who clips the fucking apron at Homestead and just loops it around in the middle of the field? Come on. Field. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. That thing was greasy as hell around there. I was like, I drove like three laps and I was like, this ain't going to be fun. And I knew that all of them had already run X amount of laps on their tires. So I was just flying i was like i caught bill from like six seconds back it was like whatever didn't matter and uh i was like why is everybody going so damn slow here i'm yeah, already 20 of, laps down fall off at homestead is major it's, it's what makes it so much fun though it is it is it is one of my favorite tracks to, one of my favorite of the bigger tracks to run I, being a short track guy those are always my favorite but homestead i can i can 
I can deal with Homestead. It's a it's a driver's track, so I like it. Perfect. But yeah, spin gate was not a real thing. It uh, it didn't help Mike at all. So uh, Lucas gets the championship and uh, got uh, whatever it was that D. Waddy and Clint were putting together over there. You are not jumping up here. You're not a non non lethal firearm to uh, yeah something like that shoots pellets yeah. I think to uh, try to disable attackers without you know killing them. <laughs> Maybe it was a beanbag gun or something. I don't know. Dave will probably like it. So true. Yeah. Oh, Daddy Dave is a big time hunter guy, so he'll shoot. He probably wants something a little more lethal. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Just go shoot a deer with and be like, off the bear, probably not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just smack it in the nose. Be all right. He'll run off. Be fine. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Anyway, hey, Dave. Uh, all right, let me X out of some of this stuff that I'm already getting through. So we're done with Cup. That's going to take us to the uh, super late models. This will take is, about 30 seconds. This will take about 30 seconds to happen. Alex really won a championship, and that's about all there is to talk about. Uh, it was him or Hayden Lowell was going to do it, and Alex beat him. So um, uh, Neo it, was in the final four. Neo was in the final four. He had no wins, but he showed up for all the races. And uh, in a way... Consistency works because uh, it was between him, Hayden, and Alex were the only ones that had uh, multiple uh, double digit in starts. Uh, everybody else kind of just showed up whenever the hell they could. Most people only showed up for one race and then said to hell with it. Um, the funny thing about this one, though, was Peyton Howe, who I know, uh, he's pretty, I think he's local here. Um, yeah. He would have dominated this if he just kept running it. And I guess the, 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 Field size was getting kind of, uh, you know, uh, shitty. And so he said to hell with it. It's, instead of him going here and beating five guys, he'll just go run super late models somewhere else that probably has more cars that run. Uh, but because he won three of the four races he ran. <laughs> yep. yep. He was very strong, very potent, came out on fire, won the first three races, and then... I guess, like you said, got tired of the lower car count and pieced out somewhere around race five. Which was sad because I made the last two starts. <laughs> yeah. I managed to show up at the end. I was like, oh, okay, I can get a top five and just show up. Sounds good. The last Kinda person to win in the season that was not named Alex Reeling or Hayden Lowell was week seven with Wes Parker. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Him and Blake were the only other ones to have wins other than uh, Peyton Howe. Yep. So it was the Hayden and Alex show, um, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I, I had two top fives in my uh, in my two starts. So <laughs> all you had to do was show up. Uh, so uh, yeah, Alex really won the um, super late miles. That's enough of that. Yep. Uh, that's probably not coming back next year. Uh, probably. probably not. <laughs> We've had a volunteer though, so we'll see. We really. Yep. Are they changing the car? There's been expressed interest, so we'll see. Um, the, the person that ran it last season switching over to ARCA, so Hayden Lowell's leaving. Super Late's moving over to ARCA, and then we've had someone who has actually came on board just for the Super Late's, so they're interested in keeping it running. So we'll see what happens with that. Oh, they're going to go at the same time slot? I don't know. Well, that'll be interesting, I guess. Like I said, a month and a half away. <laughs> it's true. Plus, we're going to get to that shit later on. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go through all that shit later. All right, so that's going to take us to the uh, Sidewinder Truck Series. They didn't have a sponsor, did they? 
simwrapmarket.com truck series, but they're not coming back, so we don't have to repeat it. Okay. All right. Well, they moved on to uh, what, what series? What series? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw someone else was doing something. I saw simwrap on. I was like, oh, damn. All right, well, go. That's Tito's thing, ain't it? Yeah, Tito's part of that. Tito, James Collins, a couple of guys over there that he works with. Nice. All right. Well, Tito, what the hell, man? Uh, He's I only like say that. I'll, I'll, I'll only say that because of Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> which, which time? <laughs> uh, the the time he took us three wide to wreck me. <laughs> no, so not the time he intent wrecked someone and and got parked or. No, uh... no, no. That was last season. That was the other. Season. <laughs> that was the other season that happened. That wasn't me. It's just he, fun to remember. That, that was the one where when as soon as I said something in your chat and you were doing a post-race interview with him, he was like, I did what? And I was like, oh, really? This one didn't even know what the hell he did. <laughs> <laughs> Put me three wide and me and Ethan are over there fucking dying over there trying not to wreck each other. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I remember of that. Um, truck series. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I don't even remember what car that was in. Uh, but... One of your boys gets the uh, championship in this one with uh, Mikey Edwards getting yeah, this we one. Yeah, we got our first team championship. Pretty excited about that. But uh, a lot of different winners in this one, uh, especially early in the season. Joe Johnson, newcomer, came in, ran a couple races, and then I guess didn't like the size of the fields and left because it was too big. Uh, too big? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. we were having. I've never had that complaint before. <laughs> Perfect. That's the fireball talking there. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Cameron Perez came in. He uh, ran really strong, won a race, and brought his teammate Alec Baffin in, who won a couple of races. But then both of those did a little too much of the uh, the motor mouthing and got into trouble with the NASCAR on that and had to be parked for the rest of the season. So they ended up leaving the Sidewinder Leagues around halfway through the season. And then it got uh, spread out between your kind of your usual guys with Mike Edwards and uh, Alex Reeling. Justin Wilkinson picked up a win. Hayden Lowell picked up a win and then uh, will spark snuck in there and grabbed the talladega race 14 so that was a good one there but they're outside of spark it's kind of your usual competitors from the second half of the season yeah yeah i remember will uh getting the win everybody co- not being surprised that he won at talladega um the force field you know even well <laughs> I, I saw that firsthand i can't remember <laughs> what race it was but i was like oh my god no and the fact that in Everybody else paints the yellow line with their left side tires, and Will is half car late, half car width up. And I'm like, Will, what are you doing? Put that thing back down on the line, but and uh, you, you already know you have the goddamn Kiwi fucking force field going for you. But, what you um, to say was he's anywhere between a half a lane and six lanes above it. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for him to win. He can just block his ass off up front. Oh my god, um, scary to watch. Yeah. And uh, so, all right, the final four for that one was Michael, John, JR, JR Deal, and uh, Bill Rivard, right? Yep. All right. Well, that sounds really fucking familiar to the Phoenix one. (laughs) (laughs) At least three of those were the same. Add in Bill. Yep, add in a Bill. (laughs) Add in Bill, take out D Waddy. but Michael made it work this time and actually come away with the championship instead of full sending it in there and fucking wrecking the entire goddamn field. <laughs> yeah, proud and of still, my it's, it's still losing the championship. All right, so here's the question I have. This brings up a good a good point here. So you say that Michael was the first championship for your team. Mm-hmm. 
Technically, he's part of the Fort Worth boys. Mm-hmm. John Garrett had a championship on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the deal? Are y'all two separate damn teams or what? Well, you know how what was the front row used to or furniture row used to run basically a Gibbs car, but it wasn't a Gibbs car, but they worked together like it was a Gibbs car. Okay. So that's that's okay. kind of the the layout with uh, I I have the two cars that I own with Ethan and and Edwards um, and then the rest of the Fort Worth guys you know they all work together and uh, all the cars that are sponsored by Fort Worth work together and right. that, that that forms Fort Worth Screen Esports but as far as the team championships they won that one for DG Racing so that one I get the claim under you know the the ownership side of it and. Uh, uh-huh. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. makes sense now. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I just figured it was across the board. They got six motherfuckers over there the whole damn time, um, and it was like you know Mike and John and Jeremy, and Dustin, and Ethan, Clapper for a while. Uh, <laughs> well, he was never a part of the Fort Worth East. We're gonna get to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that trust me, that's coming up. Um, it'll be Quinn's favorite part of the show. But uh, so so essentially, Michael and Ethan are your two guys, and then John, Jeremy, Dustin are their three guys. Yeah, kind of yeah. how it works out. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's all right. see. I, I paint all the cars and put them in them and run my you know my personal sponsors on those two cars that so right, right, right. give them some value since I'm in the broadcast booth instead of behind the wheel. So that's why it works out like that. I just uh, wanted to provide my sponsors a little bit of their time. So put drivers in, in behind my sponsors and they go out there and do their best and show off for me and make me look good. Well, at least Michael didn't say anything stupid this time. <laughs> just give it time. It'll happen. I always have to give shit about that. <laughs> oh, it's just, like, yeah, Michael, just, all right, all right, yeah, just close Twitter, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, yeah, Michael, so Michael gets the first DG Racing championship then. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, there we go. All right, because I was looking at him, I was looking at, like, him and John. It's like, it's two teammates battling this thing out, and JR was just happened to be there. Uh, He was close. I don't remember finale at all i think i had to work that yeah i had to work that night so i wasn't there so i don't know what hell happened what hell happened i don't know you want me to watch youtube and find out no no it was, it was chicago land so just think <laughs> back to chicago land oh mikey mikey's had a long history ever since i think season two when we brought the first season of the trucks around that uh he got wrecked out of leading there by a huge margin i was running second nearly a lap down <laughs> to Mikey at that point, and uh, yeah, he was he was big mad when uh, first a truck pitted from outside by the walls and just cut all the way across the track to try and pit right across him. So that went out. Okay, out. <laughs> that like Mikey out. It was uh, I don't know if you remember Kevin Saab, but it was him. Uh, yeah, I remember him. And then while Mikey under caution was riding around trying to get back to the pits, um, I guess something happy with Lucky's wheel or something. He's just riding in line. Next thing you know, he drives straight through the grass and then just T-bones the crap out of Mikey. Uh, that was quite I mean, quite interesting. Still don't know how that happened. It could have been nothing with the wheel. With that one. <laughs> never know. <laughs> so, yeah, it could have just said, out of hell with it. Might have been in the middle of a sentence saying something and just turned left and fucking kept going. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, Michael got the, uh, 
So he got his redemption arc. He picked up the win and the championship at Chicagoland. He's been trying ever since then, first season of trucks, to, to win at Chicagoland. Every time it's on the schedule, then something happens to take him out. So it's almost the Dale Earnhardt Daytona story, you know, but you get more than one shot a year at least. But Yeah, yeah he, that is true. He finally got his redemption about two years later. Yeah, so I, w- God, I mean, it puts him at how many damn championships does he have now? I think it puts him at five. Let me double check that. But I'm uh, pretty- It's in wheels shit. Yeah, it's it's five for Edwards. He's second with five. Lucas second is the with most five. with nine. And then yeah. Giglio has four, and then everyone else is two or less. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> way to go, Blake. Way, yeah. to, play, way, way to be different. <laughs> so Michael gets the Truck Series win. Uh, championship. That's going to take us to Friday nights, which is always fun, with the Golden Eagle 1987 Cup Series. As we call them, the eighty sevens. Uh, boy, uh, how in the hell? Somehow, Lucas didn't have the most wins, but everybody said he pretty much locked this thing up fucking two months ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he had the championship locked up long ass time ago. Uh, no playoff in this. Obviously, go through the uh, classic series. I don't well, think they do. A, did they have a playoff? No, and the reason, because it's supposed to be modeling after the 87 points. Right, 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 yeah. And the reason that Hoitzman had it wrapped up so early is because he didn't miss a race. He was there every single race. He and, made every one of them. Yeah, and uh, Trenton was the next closest with 14, and he was second. Edwards was next closest with 13, he was third. So, you know, it's very attendance-based. <laughs> we'll get into that later, too. Uh, yeah, but uh, Harry... Actually, as a matter of fact, had the most wins in this with four. Him and yep. Blake both. Yep. This seemed like the, the series that Blake liked to run because he ran 10 of these fucking things instead of five. Like he has right. everything else. <laughs> uh, right. Both of them only started uh, 10 races and won four. So pretty good yeah. percentage. But if they had just shown up for the, uh, the other five, they probably would have taken down Lucas. Which, having raced with Harry now, I understand that it is really fucking tough for him to make these races over here. Oh, for because, sure. Because you know the, the time, time zone difference. Yeah. <laughs> the time difference. He's like, I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't blame him for it. Not at all. He's not a night owl like we are. You're like, that makes perfect sense. No shit. Uh, but yeah, Lucas got the uh, championship for this long ass time ago, uh, showing up for every race. Yeah, I think he, he technically locked it up two races to go. Yeah, he uh, he he likes these cars. Which yeah, he is... says it's his most favorite car in the sim. He also said this yeah. is his favorite series yeah. in Sidewinder. Yeah, I, I would say it probably is. But he really wanted to just add that one to the fucking <laughs> list of all the championships that he has, because I swear he's won in every fucking thing now. Um, just about. Almost, almost yeah. Almost everything that still runs, he's won a fucking championship in it. Yeah, he doesn't have that super late yet. Well, technically, they only had really two real series. two, Three, but two real ones. Uh, last year, Garrett won it, and um, that was kind of because he showed up. <laughs> the only one there. Yeah, yeah he, he showed up and won it. Uh, that was the whole thing we don't really need to get into. But yeah. No, we're not. We're not, because I, you know, no, I'm not going to get into that at all. <laughs> uh, I I want to say I've already talked about it on here. It's a possibility that might have happened. Um, but uh, yeah, Lucas got the uh, eighty-seven win, and not sure if the eighty-sevens are coming back. We're gonna get in 
get into that in the uh, what's happening fucking next year section. Speaking of, of that, set- Lucas, if you're still listening, I'm interested in having you run 87s. Yeah, Lucas, run the fucking 87s because <laughs> you're doing a great job. And I know you hate it when I do this shit, but it's my show, whatever. Uh, you're doing a great job with CTC. <laughs> so bring that to the 87s. That's all we need. You love the 87s? We'd love to have you run it. Exactly. Like yeah. And I we need something for Friday because fuck it, we got nothing else to do other than Friday fun nights, and that's only if Swiss gets enough subs. So. Yeah, it's only if people donate. <laughs> if he makes enough money, he'll do raises. If not, fuck him. He don't care. Neo's yeah. just really sad. Got to make it worth my <laughs> time. Exactly. So that's going to take us to the Saturday stackup.org. Don't know if they're coming back. Uh, Legend series because I figured they were probably tied to uh, Bandio. Um, that's going to take us to the Legend series. I did not get to do much Legends racing. Um, I think I made like two or three starts, and that was towards the end. I didn't even make it to the finale, so I don't know what the hell happened. Did you broadcast these? Nope. No, that was the ones that what's his face did. Southern uh, broadcast. Yes, that guy, I don't know who he is. Um, he was broadcasting these, uh, but in usual fashion as to what I would think would happen with a legends race, usually Dominic is the Dominic guy because he drives these things in real life. As far as I can tell, we got like three or four of them that do that. I know David. I was going to say, you say that, but Snook's all the way down there in 13th. Well, only Snook only made seven races too. Uh, Real yes, life racing, got, real life racing got in the way for these guys. <laughs> so, uh, Snook, does, but... Snook, Snook missed missed a bunch of races. Dominic m- missed a couple of races. I can't remember how many missed. He missed uh, five, uh, six races. Yeah, and which I know Dominic races locally around here. He races down at Carteret, races at Wake County, races at a couple other places. Uh, Snook does too, but I'm not entirely sure where he's actually based out of. Um, Jack Painter drives these damn things like he races the fucking Legends car. Same thing with Alex Reeling. He acts like he drives a fucking Legends car. He might. I don't know. I don't know Mikey, the guy. Mikey claims he bought one, but I've never actually... Mikey you know. bought one? I know he can't fit in it. I would be pushed to fucking fit in it, and I'm smaller than I was in high school now, so I would be pushed to fit my fat ass into a damn lit car, much less Mike and big ass. Jesus Christ. I he's definitely like, would fit, because I'm six He's like, ha- he's half foot taller than I am, and fucking uh, 20 more than me. <laughs> and I say that with love, Michael, because I've met you. I, I know how big you are. You fucking kick my ass, probably. Uh, he wanted to earlier. Mm. At one point. I can't remember what the fuck that was about, but yeah, me and him went at it for a while. Uh, a lot of shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, don't know what exactly what happened in the finale. I wasn't there to watch it. Uh, I know that I think Dominic didn't actually show up for it, or did he show up for it? I don't know. I would think he did since he finished second ahead of Edwards and Painter. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But Alex beat him, which is surprising. And then I then I remember Dominic posted pictures or videos of him getting wrecked at uh, I want to say it was Carteret, might have been Wake County, not entirely sure. Somewhere he got wrecked. 
and might have been Florence. I don't fucking know. He got re- he got wrecked in his real car. Uh, that's the only thing I remember about uh, when all that was going on. But Alex really won the uh, championship, so he won two championships. He tied Bill for winning the most championships in a fucking season. Uh, Bill, with, with, tied with, Lucas, tied Mikey, and tied Blake. So five drivers have done it. Five drivers have done it. The hell with all of them. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I've never won a championship, and I probably never will. So, and we can bring the modifieds back and let you in. Oh my god! Don't don't fucking tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I was so mad that I couldn't make all those races back then because I was like, probably could have won that shit. Yeah. You started it, up, it, start one up at the starts at like I don't know, eleven thirty at night. You ain't doing nothing anyway. I mean, I could, but most of these idiots are like, I gotta go to work at six o'clock in the morning. Like, that's I why, don't care. That's why. That's why you recruit outside of the league. Don't work the people that are already in the league. Recruit people that are on iRacing at that time. I know, but if you if you run officials like I do at that time of night, nobody's on. <laughs> That's fair, but put it up in hosts and see what happens. It is true. I could do that. I'm not going to worry about it right now. <laughs> Just saying. Make it happen. Deep. I'm too deep into the fireball right now to worry about <laughs> starting my own shit. I'll get Adam on it. I'll make Adam change the street stocks to the modified. <laughs> Sunday is now modified. We're going to do modified. Fuck it. Uh, but yeah, Alex really getting a championship in the Legends. Closing that out, we're done with that. Um, that takes us to the uh, stackup.org. Probably not coming back. Uh, Street Stocks on Sunday nights, which was not broadcasted. The only disappointing thing that happened in this entire season was that Street Stocks were not broadcasted because, damn, there was some good racing that happened in that. I actually made the most starts in this series than I did anything else. I made six starts. Didn't do anything. Don't worry. Don't expect me to talk about I- any race that I won or anything. This isn't fucking last season. This is this season. I didn't win shit. All right. But the races that I was there for, fucking bangers, dude. Here's the thing. I know that I pretty much helped set up the schedule. And because I was helping Zach with this series. And I felt like shit when my computer died and I couldn't help pretty much with anything. I was like, well, I can't watch replays. I can't do post-race, you know, protests or anything like that. I can't do none of that from a fucking iPhone. So I was like, all right, uh, best I can do is kind of keep up with what the fuck happens and what he tells me. And then by the time I got my computer back, yeah, we're three quarters of the way through the season. But I made this schedule. Well, helped him make the schedule. And we did it alternating asphalt and a dirt race. Asphalt and a dirt race. Asphalt and a dirt race. Which worked fine. Worked great. Probably not doing that again. <laughs> Number one, I'm terrible at dirt. I'm not a fan of dirt. as much, And not as much of a fan of dirt as I am short track asphalt racing. So I would rather see more asphalt racing. Um, and was Zach kind of Stepping away with his, with his situation that he has going on uh, and kind of passing the torch over to Arca Break Adam, who made the final four. Damn right, my boy, with one top five. Uh, <laughs> made, made the f- 
Battle for it, because, you know, kind of the same way. Made all the fucking races. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I We went into South Boston thinking, hey, he's like, I'm going to try my damnness to fucking win this race. And I was like, I'm going to pray for you, because <laughs> what's it going to take? <laughs> Because, damn, you got some stiff fucking competition to go against with Bill Rivard, Blake Roebuck, and Cody Cleaver. All three of them pretty much won all the fucking races, other than Ian Montrose winning a couple of dirt races and Mikey getting a win. Um, Dave Stakel and Corey Deal and Kate those are Those were also probably on dirt races. Um, but, yeah, and, and the finale, which I set it up as... And it, kind of going into the whole thing for next se- the ideas for next season anyway um i come up with the length of the races so the dirt track races were going to be you know 60 70 75 laps whatever for a feature and i'm like that's good enough for a dirt race you don't want to run a 200 lap fucking dirt race it'd be fucking trash all right yeah. and then i was like for the finale this is what we're going to do we're going to do south boston i ain't gonna lie i set this thing up so i could win a championship because I thought I would be able to make all the fucking races. <laughs> I was going to make all the races, and I was going to win this fucking championship. What happened? I said it. I So I picked, like, the tracks that I like. I was like, I'm good here. I'm good here. I'm good here. All right, we're going to run these. Dirt tracks? Not worry about dirt tracks. I suck at dirt. Not going to worry about it. So we just throw X number of dirt races in there. But the asphalt tracks, I was like, I'm good here. I'm good here. I'm good here. I'm going to be in the final four for this motherfucker. And then, of course, my computer shit the bed. That didn't happen. So the finale was South Boston, home track for me. Race there in real life. And then it was also 200 laps. Basically mimicking the 200 lap late model race that happens there in real life for the Triple Crown. And I was like, that's the perfect way to end to end it. It's like on the on a big fucking race, like 200 laps South Boston. And it was a hell of a fucking race. It was drama. It was people cussing each other out. It was people wrecking each other on purpose. It was a three-on-one of the blockbuster guys trying to wreck the fuck out of Blake Roebuck. It was Bill Rivard running up front pretty much the whole damn time. I'm sitting there the whole time, like third or fourth the whole time, just sitting there going, hey, y'all just wreck each other so I can win this damn race. And at the end of it, Bill Rivard and Blake Roebuck, surprisingly, to everybody's surprise, well, Will Sparks' surprise anyway, had a really good, hard battle, fairly clean race to the end. And Bill got the upper hand over Blake, winning the championship. Cody Cleaver, I'm telling you, Cody Cleaver and Blake Roebuck, they both wrecked each other at least once. Each way. <laughs> each, way. <laughs> each way. Each way. Each way. They both wrecked each other. Uh, Will Spark tried to wreck Blake. Uh, Ian Montrose tried to wreck Blake. Everybody was trying to wreck Blake. <laughs> I tried to wreck Blake just because I knew I had to fucking do something <laughs> if I was going to win this race. Wow. I was like, I got to get rid of these three. Uh, I was beating Cody most of the race. I was running like, I think the worst I got was like fifth. And I was top three, top three or four most of the damn race. So I'm sitting there the whole time going, okay, let's figure this out it i'm sitting there waiting like come on guys it's time for blake roebuck to do blake roebuck things and door the shit out of bill rivard put him in a wall and then cody cleaver says oh fuck that and turns blake into the inside wall and then i just 
thread the needle and go right through all of them. And all of a sudden, it's, hey, Cliff won a finale. <laughs> that <laughs> That's how it envisioned. That, 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 that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> so, but I know that Blake and Bill, both of them, fucking raced the fuck out of each other. And with those cars, you can just beat and bang on them. Um, if anybody is ever interested in broadcasting these cars, um, which Adam is taking his thing over, and hopefully we're going to try and get that lined up. But whoever broadcasts this, uh, if you watch the 37 and the one car, we beat the hell out of each other in these cars all the time. Me and Ian just absolutely go at it. And we do that most of the time, but I do it for TV time. So if, if anybody wants to fucking watch a battle, that's where you watch. You watch 37 and the one, we're going to go at it no matter what car we're in. Uh, he's probably my second favorite person to race against just because I know if I door the shit out of him, he's going to door the shit out of me back. <laughs> he might yep. wreck me. He did wreck me in this race. Technically, he did. <laughs> Technically, he did. But in reality, Cody Brown hit him in the back. They then got him into me and then turned me around. And then I got mad and did my usual go up there and knock shit out of him under caution. And he was like, no, no, no. Don't you come fucking barking up this tree. I didn't fucking do that. Cody hit me, and then I hit you. I was like, okay, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you live this time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ian, Ian really wants to win Dumbass of the Year award. And I don't know why, but he wants to. You want to win something, right? I mean, he he got he got two wins in this division, so I mean, he won something. He won more than me. <laughs> there is that. There is that. It's not hard to do. <laughs> really, not hard to do. You have two SRL wins. Come on, give yourself two percent of the credit. Yeah, it took me uh, what two hundred starts in between each one. <laughs> yep, two hundred three starts and two wins, so less than one percent. Good job. I, exactly. <laughs> Hell, at least I'm two percent. Jeez. I mean, no, no shit. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> you did you did luck into one, and we'll, we'll get into that talk later. They're all luck. Uh, well, some of them. I mean, I'll give you a little bit of credit. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, Bill Rivard wins street stocks. All right, we're done with championships. That's who won the championships. There you go. Fucking have at it. Uh, was there anything else that we didn't cover in the season review that happened? Other than everybody getting kicked out for mm. saying dumb shit. Plenty of uh, insensitive comments getting people kicked. There was plenty of driver-on-driver uh, -driver anger. Um, plenty of people swearing off of the leagues and then saying they're coming right back. And you know, <laughs> The usual. The same the thing usual, happens every the usual. Oh, fuck this, I'm out. And then two days later, they come back. Yeah. Which, Mike, you, you fucking called me out on that shit and said that I left like three or four times. No, I left once, okay? I left once. I got pissed off about one thing, and then I came back. So, suck my dick. <laughs> Careful, he will. I know he will. He'll eat my ass, too. Exactly. Uh, he'll, make it, he'll make it worthwhile. Worthwhile. <laughs> make it worth All the right. trip. What the? Oh, my God. I still have 2% on this phone. Nice. We're making fucking good time. Um, I could plug it up, but I don't feel like turning off this chair all the way around. Um, other notable moments that happened during the season. The only things that I have that happened was, was Chance 2 Motorsports and 2 Extreme Motorsports merging together. So we already talked about that for the most part. Um, 
with uh, me, Trenton, Harry, Beach, all the guys over there deciding to just fuck it. Let's just put it all together. And uh, Beach, anyway. Well, well, he'll come back eventually. <laughs> he learned his lesson. He's also kind of an idiot. So, uh, I mean, aren't we all? I mean, with, yeah, me and him have talked about it. He's like, I have Asperger's. It's like I can't, I can't control what the fuck I say. I said you should just say you have Tourette's. That'd be even better. <laughs> but he's that, that's that's Beach. We we come to expect him to say something fucking stupid. Uh, much like everybody expects me to do it, but I'm not that drunk. Um, so I put that in there because that was the only thing that really happened. I'm still trying to come up with a logo for it and getting Adam on that actually, so that way the cars you know, somewhat match where we have the same fucking sticker on it. Um, the other thing is uh, fucking Jonathan Legger, a.k.a. Neo, is in fact a free agent. <laughs> and the entire fucking world is going to know about it because he posts at least three times a damn day, hey, I, free agent, not on Blockbuster no more, fucking sign me. And nobody wants to sign him. <laughs> Poor Neo. Poor Neo. Uh, but the whole thing with the Arca race. And then there was something else that same week. All, all, all kind of snowballed together in Blockbuster. The wrecking ball of the SRL. Blockbuster Racing was like, yeah, no, bro. We got uh, to cut you loose. <laughs> and it was the second driver that Blockbuster had cut loose. Who else did it cut loose? That um, dumbass of the year award that you're going with. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he was with them, wasn't he? Yep. Oh, forgot about that. Oh, you tried to, uh, you tried to pick up the damn driver that uh, already sucked. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he was in um, development. <laughs> development. I was trying to teach him how not to suck, and 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 uh, it didn't work, did it? Sometimes people just don't listen, so you know you gotta gotta cut your losses and move on. So uh, since we're since we're at that point now, let's uh, let's go ahead and get to my vote for dumbass of the season. Without a doubt, has to be. And actually, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Little <laughs> teaser there. I am going to. First off, come up with Will Sparks' pick for it, which is obviously Blake Roebuck, because those two absolutely fucking love each other. Um, best friends. Best fucking friends ever. Uh, we have so many fucking things to talk about with those two. Uh, Will and uh, and Blake at South Boston had, um, which I wish Will would send me the fucking recording of that. He sent me the replay. I'm not fucking going through all the trouble of getting the fucking audio from it, <laughs> but. Them two had a had a hell of an exchange in Blake Roebuck's last quote unquote last race in SRL. Uh, he did leave the server, but who the hell knows when he'll come back? Uh, likely, never know. Uh, so many people have left and come back anyway. Uh, but uh, everybody needs a break. Everybody needs a break. But man, Blake really fucking hated it here. <laughs> sure did keep racing. He did. He did, but everybody fucking hated him for it. And and the best part for me, I thought was the most epic fucking post race interview other than any one that I do, 
is is when he went full Kyle Bush. I can't remember what fucking race it was. I want to say it was the Arca finale, where he was like, you know, hey, fuck you. I don't care. I'll be the bad guy. This is what happened. I was going for the win. Kiss my ass. <laughs> That's a great summary of the interview, actually. Exactly. It's like I'm sitting next to him. No shit. I mean, you did the interview, but that was, <laughs> I was like, if that, if ever there was a fucking Kyle Bush moment in this fucking league, it was right there. And I was like, Blake fucking Roebuck. God damn it, man. Went if full only, rowdy. He went full rowdy on it. And I was, if, only, I, I, if only he had the driving talent to go with it. I mean, he's all right. But he's, he's not Kyle Bush. He's not Kyle Bush, no. But I have been wrecked by both. Uh, <laughs> I have to actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wrecked by Blake many times in SRL, and I have been wrecked by Kyle Bush in a tour mod race at the Boring. <laughs> Mine was so, on the uh, practice for the uh, Firecracker 400. Mm-hmm. Hey, no. you actually you actually tried to make that? The yeah, the first time. Damn, I thought about it, and I was like, I'm not good at qualifying. I wouldn't make it. I'm never good at qualifying. Nope. It's, yeah, and especially you give me an open setup and where I can lay the spoiler back and that film is just looser than fuck. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> exactly. Man, the fucking fire- fireball is hitting fucking good right now. Sounds like it. So anyway, oh, you haven't you haven't actually heard one of these yet? You know I start slurring about halfway through this damn thing. You already are. <laughs> but I had Neo down as the runner-up for the Dumbass of the Season Award, mainly because... And dude's fucking clueless sometimes on a damn racetrack. Um, and many of the guys that listen to this show will attest to this. All of the number of times this happened in particular in one race, uh, of him saying, "Go pass left," which is, "Hey, pass pass him on the left side," and instead of him like going all the way to the top of the track so that you can pass him to the left, he just comes from the top down to the fucking bottom and doors you to, doors the hell out of you. He did it to me at least twice. Um not only that, but the fact that, you know, of course we all know that Neo is deaf. We all know that he can't hear. And his however they type is completely off. And we'd hardly understand what the hell he's saying. When you say pitting, it usually means that light that lap, you're going to pit. Usually. Usually. Unless you're Neo. He <laughs> says pitting. Come around to, off of turn four. Somebody never give, never gets up. He just keeps on getting it. Everybody <laughs> goes, thought he was going to pit. Nope. And then two laps later, pitting. <laughs> In capital letters, pitting. And come around turn four again. Here he comes. Not a fucking bit. Nope, he's still going. <laughs> and then at that point, everybody's going, he is saying he's pitting, right? And we're all going, yeah, that's what he said. Why is he not pitting? I said, I'm assuming he's waiting for somebody to pit with him. And we were all confused. I mean, this is a pack of fucking 20 cars going, when is the deaf guy going to pit? <laughs> <laughs> we can't really rely on us saying we're going to pit and him realizing we're going to pit and then get run slapped the hell over. Yep. The the other thing, I can't remember what track. 
was it Vegas that it happened at where he was like two or three laps down? And every time Neo would get the wave around, the entire field would go down on the apex. <laughs> <laughs> so, he yeah. wouldn't, so he wouldn't kill them when he comes around the outside. <laughs> yep. That was really impressive. Really impressive. <laughs> to get the whole field to do anything at once is hard enough. Oh, but when, shit. He said, when he said, lucky <laughs> guy in the text chat, every fucking car was on the apron. <laughs> I laughed my ass off at that. I was like, that's fucking classic SRL right there. Holy shit. But Neo is not the dumbass of the year, even though he, does, he did some dumb shit. It was not nearly as bad as some of the dumb shit he's done in the past. Oh, my God. I mean, like the time uh, he got mad at the wall hitting him, so he went backwards on the track and took out the leaders? Wall hit me. No fast repair. Fucking just 360 that bitch. Go right home. Go backwards. 180 around the track. We're going to taking everybody out. <laughs> that got him booted out for the rest of the season. Yeah, that was a nice nice little band for him. Little yeah. Baby. Everybody, I mean, racing was really good at that point. Uh but the dumbass of the season, I have to give it to our good friend, Jeremy Clapper, only because you become a development driver for a team that's trying to make you not what you are. Because let's face it, Quinn, me and Quinn already had two, maybe three episodes about this of Jeremy Clapper being Jeremy Clapper. And doing Jeremy Clapper things. You get onto a development team. Which is why it's perfect that you're on here. Because it's your team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the fact that you get... You don't go through the whole season of being on this team. Quote, unquote, development of this team. And they go, yeah, nah, bro. We're, we're, we're done. <laughs> We're done with this. And it it's the same thing every time with him. Of he fucks up, it's not his fault. I didn't do it, you did it. Yep. And I wasn't blocking you. You just didn't pass me clean. No, you came down three lanes to block me three laps in a row, and finally I got tired of your shit and sent you fucking back into the shadow realm. That's what happened. <laughs> and or then, and then he'll get on the radio and be a douche about it. <laughs> no shit. Much like what? All right, we're gonna go into it here. <laughs> Super late models of last season at North Wilkesboro. We've already talked about this previously on the show. Can't remember who. Go back and find it. I don't give a shit. Listen to it if you want to. He wrecks three people within the first 15 laps. One of those people being me. I'm already mad. Okay? And then, of course, not having no race control. We're not clearing black flags. We're not doing anything. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Y'all just open the door for me to handle this my fucking self. So when I come off of the pit seven laps down after 15 laps, because I got wrecked, guess what happens? 21 cars in front of me. He gets sit over the fucking wall in North Wilkesboro, and everybody wants to go, Oh, what a fucking asshole! Why'd you rate you fucking full throttled him in the turn three? Well, no fucking shit. What did you expect to have happen? 
which is funny because even after that, never had a problem with Clapper anymore. I mean, it still had the usual Clapper moments where he's three laps down and you're running fifth and you're trying to lap him and he wants to throw a block on a backstretch somewhere and you just say, to hell with that and just fucking send him right on the damn track. Get out of my way with that crap. That's happened. Other than that, I haven't really had any problems with Clapper. But boy, did you have any. <laughs> I mean, it just gets to a point where you get tired of saying the same things over and over and over again, you know? And it, it, you just have to draw the line somewhere. And, like, the reason I took him on in the first place, this was a lot of people's question to me, is that for someone who wants to be there and shows desire to be there and want to get better, I want to try and help them. That's supposed to be what our Sidewinder community is about. It's supposed right. to be trying to develop drivers and making a community and being a place for everyone to hang out. And so he showed all that desire to be there and race and all that stuff, trying to get better. It's like, okay, well, let's try to make you better at it so everyone doesn't fucking hate your ass. And I'm giving him pointers, and I know that I'm hated plenty, but you know, at some point, at least 10% of the people think I'm a lovable asshole. So that would be an improvement for him at least. So I was trying to get him to at least that. <laughs> point, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he just wouldn't accept any of the criticism at all. Like I would sit there and try to say it's his fault. And he would just give me 92 reasons why it wasn't. And I'm like, why it wasn't like, dude, 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 if take this into consideration, take deliveries off of these vehicles, watch these vehicles, not knowing which one's which. And you tell me who's to blame. <laughs> no shit. No shit. But when it's his livery on there, it's never him. Nah. That's a, that, that that was the one thing and I think that's the one thing that Quinn always couldn't stand about him was that okay, I have fucked up plenty. Especially against you. I have fucked up plenty racing against you. And when you call me out on it, hey, dumbass, I was up, you know, a lane and a half and you still drove into the left left fucking rear of me. I'm like and then I go, and during the race, I'm going to say, nah, fuck you. You ain't shit. But after the race, when I go back and look at it and go, damn, I kind of fucked that up. Uh, that was kind of on me. I will at least accept that, hey, I fucked up. That's my bad. Uh, I, may, I might still call you an asshole, but <laughs> I might still, I will, I will at least say, damn, I kind of fucked that one up. Uh, he has that, literally sent me a replay of him intentionally wrecking someone. And goes, how is this my fault? <laughs> I can't shit you not. I can't make that up. He sent me a video of him intentionally wrecking someone. He goes, can you explain how this is my fault? <laughs> like, what? Are you serious right now? Like, your wheel hooks to the right as you're entering the corner. <laughs> oh, man. How is this my fault? Uh, you turned into his car. That's how it's your fault. Like you, 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 yeah, he was trying to, he was trying to say it wasn't his fault because he wasn't turning. You know, it wasn't obvious the wheel went to the right. But you know, when you enter a left-hand corner and your wheel doesn't turn, that means yeah. you're turning to the right. That means, I mean, it's a certain, it's a certain amount of left-hand turn to make it through the corner. And then as That's you true. open it up off of the corner, sure, it might be a little bit straight. It's not necessarily going to go dead to the right, saying, "Hey, I turned into him." But if you open that wheel up, the car is going to go to the right. <laughs> When exactly. it's a left-hand corner. Exactly. And he's just like, how is this my fault? I'm like, oh my god, I'm done. Where, <laughs> what wreck was that? Because I want to say I saw that one, and I was all, already looking at it. 
yeah, it was like it was one of the ones where we were on Twitch still live going every and like the entire chat is like, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Bad. And I like can't. I don't want to dog him too much because I appreciate someone that wants to be here and wants to try hard. But at that point, you've got to look inward, dude. Like you can't just say it's not me and everyone else is wrong. You know, 90 percent of the people saying one thing, it's obviously something in your head. You know what I mean? And that is why he wins dumbass of the season versus Blake Roebuck winning dumbass of the season, which I know Will really wants me to win, wants him to win it. But <laughs> Blake at least knows what he's doing. He he will be like, Yeah, I fucking wrecked you. You bumped me off a of turn three. Fuck you. I wrecked you in turn one. Or 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 he'll be like, Hey, I was going for the win. Fuck you. I don't care. I'm trying to win a race. Blake will own up to his shit. And at times, me and him, trust me, me and him have butted heads plenty of times. And I know there's a mutual, hey, if I fuck with him, he's going to fuck with me back. Even during practice. This happened in a street stock race. Uh, during practice at Nashville. I, let's face it, I, I'm already fucking... Every how many shot the fireball in, sipping on a beer, practicing <laughs> the car, and I'm just like, whatever. Going to turn three, not at all looking in my rearview mirror, and Blake's trying to go to the outside of me, and I just go in, I don't know, two and a half cars too fucking high and just door the shit out of him, put him in the wall. He proceeded to chase me for 10 minutes just to wreck me every fucking time I was on the fucking racetrack. <laughs> And eventually I said, all right, Blake, damn, I won't fucking looking. Sorry, my bad. And then it was during the race, nothing fucking happened. We raced each other like hell and, and nothing. We never fucking touched. But, but I hit him during practice and put him in the wall. And for 10 fucking minutes, he made my life a living hell. They <laughs> <laughs> just had a fucking principle, which is exactly how I am. And I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. I, I understand now. Perfect. That's why Blake Roebuck is not dumbass of the... He might be asshole of the season. I might give him that award. And Will would lovely make a fuck, love to make a fucking trophy of that. Of just <laughs> a big asshole and put Blake Roebuck on the bottom of it. Will would love to do that. But dumbass of the, of the year. Not Ian Montrose, because I know he really fucking wants... Every time I come up with a... When I first started doing the whole dumbass of the week, when I was trying to make this thing a weekly thing, Ian would like fucking try to stand out and be a fucking dumbass at cer a certain times. He just races everybody like an asshole. Like, nah, fuck you. I don't give a shit. And he just, just so he could win the award one time. And he still ain't going to get it because Jeremy Clapper is fucking clueless. Okay. <laughs> so that's the only reason why Clapper gets it versus Roebuck because Clapper is clueless to the fucking mistakes that he makes. So much so that you got kicked out of a fake race car development team. <laughs> and the Wrecking Ball Racing Team, basically. And the Wrecking Ball Group of Blockbuster Racing, which <laughs> half of them even still race. And those guys have Forrest Fields and Kate here. Well, not anymore. He's well, gone, anymore. too. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Try to clean things up over there, Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah I know. Try Will's, to stay the last Blockbuster in business. 
Will's, Will's trying to save that team so bad. He's like, I'm tired of us being in wrecking balls. we got to fucking cut bait here. Jesus Christ, what the hell is all this shit? Yeah, and they, uh, the reason they cut Clapper is because after we removed Clapper from the development team, every single time he got anywhere near the 26, he hit it. Oh, yeah. And tried to say it wasn't on purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, I remember, I, I I specifically remember watching, even when I was at work, I would watch the broadcast or I'd go back and watch it on YouTube and just to see when is the 21 and the 26 going to wreck, especially in Arca. He was really bad about it in Arca. And I was like, this dude's really got a fucking hard on for wrecking that 26 car right now. Yeah, it was every Arca race, every truck race and every Xfinity race without fail. Without fail, that 21 was going to fucking hit that 26. So How... I had talked about it on stream, and Will overheard it on stream. And But after I had said something, the two of Co Cody Cleaver and Will Spark went back and looked at all the incidents that they could see video of, and they like suddenly saw the pattern, and they're like, holy shit, this guy's got to go. So they cut yeah. him from that team, too. Which, Cody Cleaver, since he's come into this into this league, I've he's like one of my picks for like most improved racer all around absolutely like he like he was kind of a he back there with you know the quote-unquote mid-pack guys like me and jr like some people like to say um and he was kind of back there with us but he had his moments where he could really fucking dominate like especially like street stocks on a road course he's really fucking good in them um and it was like you, you could see the potential, and then when Will brought him in the Brockbuster, I was like, "Damn, that's a that's a signing." And now that we're kind of in this transition period of admins, I guess you could say, and Will stepping up in in many ways, and then Cody's also trying to step up in many ways. I mean, it's like all of a sudden, it's like Cody Cleaver is like this. I wouldn't say, man, I don't want to put too much fucking damn emphasis on this, but he's kind of like a household name in SRL now. Like, you expect him to be top five in a lot of ways. On a lot of series, anyway. Yeah, he's definitely making his way up there. He's got a, got that win in trucks. So he has a really good season overall. He's always strong in the street stocks. And yeah, he's he's definitely putting that name out there. So, he's, you know, people know who he is now. Yep. I mean, and that's hard to do over here because you get kind of, unless you have a podcast where you talk shit about everybody, you kind of get marred in the mid pack <laughs> and nobody fucking knows who the hell you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be my dumbest of the year because I mean, Clapper, come on, man. You can't be that fucking clueless. I know you, you talk to us all the time and it's like, you, I know you're better than that. And then to get kicked off of a team because you think everything's not your fault essentially is why he gets dumbass of the season. And I only I saw him. what I saw. I, I only saw for the same reasons because I just saw he could be better and he just chose not to. Technically, I should probably give code dumbass of the season to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to nominate myself, but you didn't ask. I was. Well, okay. Other than you, who would be your dumbass of the, of the season? Well, now you took it out of my hands because, you know, I'd say it'd be me for trying to run nine leagues at one time. Uh, well, 
that's it is it is fucking true right there. Uh, <laughs> it's fun though. Damn, it is fun. I, I and look, it's nice with this league over here and everything that is starting, which we're going to get into here in just a second. Everything that is turned into, essentially, we have racing every fucking night now. And me being full-time, part-time, mean I am always part-time because of my work schedule. I can't, any one series I want to lock in on, I can't fucking do it because God knows I can't miss that many fucking days at work. But every day that I'm off, I at least have something I can do. And trust me, with my personal life, I have nothing going on other than my son. <laughs> other than that, that's all. After nine o'clock, when he goes to bed on a school night, I'm wide the fuck open. I got nothing else to do, and I can't go to sleep until five o'clock in the morning anyway because I work night shifts. So this is it. I always have something to do at nine, ten o'clock, whatever. I'm still looking at stats here just for fun. I found a stat that you're better than me at. Oh no! Yeah, you have more points than I do. Yep, <laughs> not by much. <laughs> it's twelve, twelve point difference between you and me. So that's that's gonna take us into the story time with Swiss session here. Oh, uh, all the, I mean, number one, probably we're done with the SRL shit. So anybody that was only wanting to hear. Us talk about them in SRL. Y'all can go ahead and cut this shit off because we ain't gonna talk about y'all no more. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Anyway, um, let's go. Let's go back. I know I can still remember, and the reason why I remember this, I remember the day that me and you first talked, and it was Legacy Texas in the Arca cars, and that was we were at, we were in a race together. And this is before the whole DG Swiss name. You were you were still Kevin at that point, <laughs> and I was like, and you pot, you do your usual thing in an official race where you're like, you know, when you especially when you're streaming and you put up your Twitch stream and it's like, good luck from Richmond, Virginia. And I'm like, fuck yeah, fucking Virginia guy. <laughs> and so I I jump in there and I'm like, hey, I'm in this race. I think I ate shit in that race. I'm not entirely sure. But, like, literally two hours after that, I won my first ever iRacing race at Legacy Texas Perfect. in the ARCA car. Um, that's the only reason I remember it, because I was like, me and him met the same day that I won my first fucking race. Some way to remember it. Yeah, exactly. And so then when, um, you know, and that introdu- introduced me to your Twitch stream. Which I had been watching Twitch, especially since we're going to the whole iRacing thing here. What brought me to iRacing was uh, for years I have done league racing, and most people know this. I'm pretty sure I've said it on the show before. For a lot of years, pretty much since Forza Motorsports 1, I have been doing league racing online on Xbox on Forza Motorsports. And eventually that transitioned after, I think it was six, whenever it got real arcadey and Project Cars 2 come out, we switched over from, hey, we're going to do all these Forza races to Project Cars races. And in doing that, I started racing Project Cars. And on a controller, that's a fucking nightmare. 
Um, so I eventually got a wheel for free, wheel and pedals, Logitech G920. Guy sent it to me from Ohio, and I was like, "Really? You don't want me to give you anything?" He's like, "No, nah, just have it. It's just, it's literally just sitting in the closet." Um, so th- that's when I started actually doing wheel and pedal shit. At that time, when I was in the Project Cars two phase was when my wife left me and I was going through this whole nasty really bad divorce and you know took my kid away from me for a year and that whole thing that brought me to iRacing because I was watching Rinse the Fence and Jonathan Cadell who's my buddy out there in Langley, um, Steel Horse Live. I watched them religiously because I turned the TV off. I like got rid of direct TV, cut all that shit off. All I had was internet, Xbox, and that was it. So I was watching YouTube all the time. <laughs> so YouTube or Twitch. And that was the only two things I would watch. And so I would watch Cadell, I would watch Rents, I would watch Jabo, uh, and eventually once I actually got to iRacing, which was literally a year and a half in the process of me saying, I really want to get iRacing, but I don't have a computer. When I finally got a computer was when I moved into this house. Once again, bad divorce shit, had to move out of my fucking house. Ended up over here, got a computer. Once I got a computer, I was like, first thing I'm getting is fucking iRacing. Because I already had the wheel and pedals and everything. And within... Literally, like, two or three weeks of having iRacing was when I ran into you. And then I got into watching your channel. So then it was, all right, I'll watch, you know, uh, J-Bo from X hour to X hour. Then Steel Horse gets on. I'll watch Cadell from X hour to X hour. And then I'll watch Rance from, because he's West Coast. I watch him all fucking night. And then all of a sudden there's... Oh, okay, well, Swiss is on at, like, fucking 4 o'clock, and he runs all the way till God knows when, because he never sleeps either. <laughs> so it was like that. Yeah, back then, my schedule was crazy. I was on so much. Yeah. And that was the thing that, was the thing that I, once I got to talking to you and got to following your channel, and once we got into the whole Sidewinder thing, um... I think y'all hadn't even started it when I first started watching your channel. It wasn't until probably it wasn't mo- really that much longer after I had started actually talking to you that you and and Swice actually got all this going. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. This could be like the new landing spot for me because I was still trying to do Xbox stuff with the guys that I was doing it over there, and didn't have anywhere really to run over here. Well, there was a season before Spice too. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it was, but I remember the whole ASMR thing mm-hmm. yeah. that y'all were going through, and I was like, uh, I don't know what the hell that's talking about, because I don't even think I had iRacing at that point when y'all were going through that shit. Yeah, I forgot his name, Michael Westwood, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was a... He was a bit of an interesting person and uh, gave us a shot to run in his league, but then 
I guess kicked everyone out for racing too hard. It was awkward. So yeah, yeah don't, we don't want hard racing. It's it's not it's not how we do things here. Yeah, and then if you question him about anything, it's you're kicked out of the league. Like no no questions asked. No, that's fun. That's always fun. Yeah, like I that's why I allow pushback here. You know, you can challenge me all day long. I know I fuck up things. Go ahead, push back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, couldn't do that in his league. So if you you ask questions, you get kicked out. And if you ask questions about that person who asked questions, you get kicked out. So that's what happened to quite a few people. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, and uh, so that was that was the uh, departure of ASMR in a uh, real Cliff Notes version that we don't want to throw people under the bus too bad for. But um, yeah, Michael Overstreet, that was his name. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we uh, formed up our own little Arca League, um, just DG Swiss Racing people who hung out in the Twitch channel. Well, we all wanted to race and see how we did against each other in a season. So, you know, guys like Lucas, Mike Edwards were in there, and then uh, Steve Anderson, and I'm sure you've run into him a few times, and yeah. uh, just a, a number of guys. It was probably about 10, 12 people, and uh, fucking Man Cave, uh, Brian, fucking Brian, yep. <laughs> fucking Brian. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a, that was where Sidewinder started. That was uh, we just called it DG Racing that season and put together little ARCA schedules. It wasn't even fifteen races like we are now. I think it was eleven or twelve. I think it was eleven, and yeah. uh, no no playoffs. We just run the season out, see where we stood, and of course, fucking Lucas won. And then, of course, uh, and then after that was when we had the ASMR messiness happen, and we went ahead and we merged. Um, what we were trying to do swice was trying to run an xfinity for asmr yeah and he got crapped on by overstreet as well so swice left that we worked together we ran the arca and then brought over his xfinity and since we all enjoyed the trucks we started the truck league that season so that's why you see xfinity and trucks have the same number for their seasons as we started them at the same time so i started up xfinity i started up trucks that year and i go ahead went ahead and gave mike the uh, arca series there so that's how mike became involved with leadership and srl right so, uh, he took over the arca series that year so it was just me swice and mike running it then and that became the leadership of sidewinder because we ran the three leagues right yep and then other shit happened after that Okay, hold on. I'm going to cut this part out. I have got to piss like a fucking racehorse. <laughs> All that drinking will do that. All that drinking will do that. All right, I will be right back. Hi. Oh, my God, I feel 10 pounds fucking lighter. Perfect. I was doing a fucking pee-pee dance for so fucking long over here. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm literally pitching my shit like, oh, my God, I'm about to piss myself. I thought this, <laughs> this bottle was looking really fucking convincing right now <laughs> all right so we were at the smr and srl bullshit um i ought to just leave that shit in there just take, cut up the dead air and be like hey i had to fucking piss in the middle of this the first first time i've had to do that <laughs> other than when craig fucks up it's the only other time i take a piss break hey don't piss off craig he's working right now <laughs> no shit all right so that was kind of how srl kind of started and we've gone through the whole split thing with you and Swice and how all that shit happened. No need in rehashing that unless you really want to tell your side of it. I've kind of heard both, really. Uh, but, that I mean, essentially it falls into yours and Mike's lap with yep. SRL. Yep. Because uh, Swice bailed out of his leadership position, leaving it just two admins with myself and Mike. 
Uh, we brought over um, Man Cave and Brian and the CTC stuff for a season. And that's, right. we brought them in to run a, a cup series, basically. And it was just going to ha- be housed under Sidewinder, but it was still CTC racing and all that. And yep. uh, it went fine for a season, but then all the drama unfolded with Rays and people getting feelings hurt over snide comments, you know, just... I'm kind of an asshole, and I say asshole things from time to time, and well, either can handle it or you it. can't. You either can handle it or you can't, and uh, you know some people didn't, and uh, it, it just it, it was what it was, and they they not only broke away, but then they started attacking everything they could about me. They tried to get me kicked off of Outrun Esports. They tried to get everyone that would listen to stop supporting my Twitch channel and my way of life and stop hiring me as an artist. And they, they went like cutthroat. They tried to completely end my existence on the digital platform, basically. And fortunately, there was enough people that didn't listen to their stupid shit and just stuck with it and uh, still have a pretty decent community over here. So, you know, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Being that I am in the middle ground of all of this, because I am neutral of all of that shit, I didn't give a fuck what the fuck y'all did. Um, I didn't. I never ran Rays on my car because I knew what the fuck it was. I didn't give a fuck. Um, but hey, y'all want to do your thing? Do your thing. Um, yeah. And I was kind of. It was one of those weird situations where I was in the middle. I was like, because. Swice had Zach had already kind of added asked me and Garrett both to come over to low drag, and I was like, okay, all right, this is fine, we can do this. And I didn't know that all of this other shit was gonna fucking happen. Really? So I'm like, oh boy, okay. Then it was <laughs> like it was like this whole raise thing, and I was like, I looked into it, and I was like, that's not for me. I'll just keep what I what I have going. I'm not getting a fucking dime. I'm just exactly. promoting my friend's shit. That's all I do. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to make money. Uh, you know, I, whether it's this podcast, whether it's my cars on iRacing or whatever. Now, if somebody wants to throw me fucking five dollars, by by all means, I will take five dollars. I, I mean, right. Daddy needs some new shoes. I really, <laughs> I really need some new jeans because all of mine are way too fucking big. I've lost <laughs> way too much weight. Uh, but uh, I was, I saw what, saw it for what it was, and I was like, and I'm, and it, I, it caused a rift between me and Garrett at the same time because Garrett was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get raised and all this shit. And I'm like, it's not really a sponsorship. Nope. I, I mean, I, in a way, I was like, hey, put whatever you want on your car. At the other time, I was like, Swiss is kind of right. It's not really a fucking sponsorship. It's just kind of a fucking, uh, commission thing. And it, not really a fucking, not a real fucking sponsor. Like, basically a salesman for him. No shit. I, it's like, I know how real sponsors go. Not to toot my own horn. I have driven a real race car before. Uh, but I know how it is to get actual sponsors and to have, hey, your name is on the hood of this car. So this is what we're trying to do for you. You give me X amount of money. I put your name on the car. Any whatever happens, happens. And we you know, go from there. Yep. I wasn't doing big time racing, so it wasn't like I was making fucking bank off of it. No, I didn't. I honestly didn't make a fucking dime. <laughs> they were basically Every- paying for their fucking stickers. Is what they were doing. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, this this isn't a, this isn't what you think it is, and it didn't last long. 
be honest with you, at low drag, it really did not last long. Um, they they jumped off the raised bandwagon pretty quick. Um, but at, <laughs> it was funny as hell though because because it got under your skin so much, and then it ended up pissing them off so much, and I was like. It's kind of fucking stupid. When the whole split happened, I was like, well, you know what? It's just, it's just a, I just have to go to different fucking Discord servers in order to run races is all it is to me. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I can still run these races. I can still go over here and run these races. And it's kind of the way it is now. Um, even though the same people are not necessarily in charge of all the shit, um, it, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, but I was like, you know, and it, even then, like you would come over and run CTC, yep. and then, <laughs> and then you would still get shit on <laughs> because you were running CTC, and I'm like, I, you know, so what? You you y'all got beef? Okay, really, really didn't even have beef. It was just I was honest about what that sponsorship was, and they really took fucking offense to it. I'm like, I had no fucking beef with them until they tried to ruin my life, basically. Well, see, uh, all right, that brings up the other point. All right, as much as you think people were trying to ruin your life, which I know nothing about, okay, I know plenty about, <laughs> and but on the same token, on the other end of it, being that I talk to Zach all the time. The same thing happened with him from a quote-unquote your side of people when – this was when he was streaming – of people coming over there and talking shit about his kid. And I saw it for my for my own eyes because I happened to be in there when it was fucking happened. I saw but, it. He sent it to me. Yeah, and I was like, that's fucked up because – and I, I, I told him, I said, I can tell you right now, I don't think Swiss would fucking do that because that, that's a, that's a line you don't fucking cross. And especially with your situation, with the situation of most of us over here that have kids that, you know, and, and, and all that, I'm like, you don't, that's, that's a fucking line you don't fucking cross. And they were trying, it was, it was a few of us were trying to figure out where the fuck that came, that actual bot attack came from and i was like whoever the fuck it is if i find out who they are personally i will go and i will punch them in the fucking mouth for you only because i have a son and i wouldn't fucking want somebody to say that shit about my fucking kid and if they ever did guess what he's getting a goddamn knuckle sandwich and you'll be lucky if i don't fucking murder you with my fucking hands because i don't fucking play with that shit and that was what pissed me off about it. And that's, that was where I was kind of in the middle. I was like, okay, all right, shit's getting fucking out of control. Now, granted, I didn't know any of the shit that was going on with you. I didn't, I didn't know anything of the, dog. Oh, don't get fucking paint schemes from him bullshit. I didn't know anything of that. Um, there was a whole meeting that took place, and I guess you weren't in it, where he was pretty much pulling everyone into a voice chat and telling them, not to subscribe to my channel, not to support me in any way, sort of fashion. Everyone that basically left and went to his side or whatever you want to call it, they were pulled into a meeting in voice chat and told all these things so that there was no, you know, screenshots you could take, but it was all said over voice chat. And yeah, the people that were in it came back and told me about it. I And, and I don't, I don't doubt that because yeah, y'all were beefing pretty hard there. 
And it, it, it might have been one-sided. It might have been him just saying, hey, you know, this dude's doing this, this, and this. But from what I saw of it, which was the attack that he had, I was like, no, nah, that's, that's, I would say, I can, I look at it as, you know, me and Jeremy Clapper, or let's not even say Clapper, okay? Because I don't really have a problem with Clapper. Me and Ian Montrose, or Ian Montrose has wrecked me, I don't know how many fucking times. And I have cussed him up one way and down the other, and he's done the same thing to me. And we, and, but I can tell you right now that me and Ian Montrose get along better than we ever have. At no point would I ever personally attack him, and at no point do I think he would ever personally attack me. Uh, especially since he listens to this show. Because uh, <laughs> I would absolutely murder him. I'm going to have him on here at some point, without a doubt. It, it'll be the best fucking show we've ever had. Probably. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's two fucking pit bulls just going at each other. And I think that was the same fucking situation with the two of y'all that you are setting your ways. He's setting his ways. No matter what the fuck y'all say to each other, it's just, it's constantly going to fucking clash. And realistically, the best thing was to just separate and just fucking get, just be done with it. And that's gone on forever how long it has. As far as I can tell, there's no, I mean, being at low drag, Swiss doesn't come up every fucking day. It never comes up, <laughs> you know, it when. Nobody's just sitting there talking shit about each other the whole damn time. It's not like that. We're over there giving Blake more shit than we are anybody else. Uh, I think I'm back. Welcome back. All right, now i got to figure out where I'm at. Okay, we're in this one. Oh, hey, still here. Still recording. Yay. All right, it's just more fucking editing i got to do. All right, what was the last thing you heard? You said I'm not going to speak for him, but... That was a perfect fucking spot then, I guess. All right. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, the <laughs> depression shit? Because that was what I, that was the tirade I was going on. <laughs> yeah, it was the uh, the point where Swice had accused me of um, not seriously having depression and, and the suicidal thoughts and everything and saying I was making it up for attention. Okay. All right. Making it up for attention. All right. All right. We'll fucking go from right. Oh, I had to cut this shit out. Uh all right, so pretty much, damn, you didn't hear none of that. That's crazy. Uh, by the way, just in case y'all wondering, my internet fucking dropped for, I don't know, two minutes. So I went on a whole tirade. No one heard it. <laughs> That's uh, how we do this. Yeah, it's a good spot to fucking pick up at. Um, so we were talking about the fact that he claimed that your depression and shit wasn't real. Um, and knowing the shit that you've gone through and knowing the shit that I've gone through over the last six months and your shit being a hell of a lot worse uh, in comparison to the shit that I've been going through and I've already tried to kill myself twice. Um, it's not impossible to think that oh hey this guy probably you know the shit you've gone through probably really has had fucking thoughts and feelings like this um 
knowing the amount of depression that I'm in right now, and that's over somebody that I was literally fixing to ask to marry me, and literally fixing to fucking start, you know, like, that was like the future for me. Your entire world fucking crumbled all at once. and Well, I mean, over a period of time, but that's a loss that I can't fucking imagine the shit you went through compared to what I went through. You know, most people will be like, oh, your fucking girlfriend broke up with you. Fucking get over it. But when you think about it, I was with this girl for three years. I've been chasing her since the second fucking grade. And that was the girl that I was going to fucking marry. And then to find out that, hey, you know, after going through a fucking dirty ass fucking divorce where somebody actually took my dick, did take my kid away from me for a year, I eventually got him back. And I've been dealing with, you know, having that. But then at the same time, that amount of fucking drama is what ran off literally the fucking woman I was fixing to fucking marry. Um, your shit, I, in comparison, ain't no fucking way I could fucking deal with it. For sure. Hello? Did your shit die? No. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Just tough subject, you know. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. I I I completely 100% understand it. Um so no, I don't I don't doubt that you go through this shit. Cuz I I have been there and my shit's not nearly even close to the comparison of yours. So now I imagine, wouldn't imagine someone just looking at you and saying you're all making every bit of it up and you're just doing it for attention. Yeah. Which I have had happen over the last six months. And I have literally sent them pictures and been like, is this for attention? Bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, no one, no one knows about my shit because I don't fucking talk about it. I don't put it out there. Um, not often, other than this show. And it was only because I knew that you were coming on here. And I was like, well, if there's anyone to fucking talk about fucking depression with, it'd probably be this motherfucker. Because <laughs> I know the shit you've gone through. Mm-hmm. And just and, uh, with, with, it just adds, adds up so much like with the, 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 the sun aspect and then the, the health aspect. Like it just, there's a lot of days where just getting out of bed feels like the hardest thing in the universe to do. Yeah. And like I say, your world is no way I could fucking even compare to it. But just me and my psychotic fucking mind that I have, uh, everybody always makes jokes about me drinking fire. I don't, uh, just so y'all know, in, in all honesty, I don't get drunk every single day. Uh, I might act like it sometimes. I don't actually get drunk every day, but when drive, I do, the way you drive, we can't tell. <laughs> Very true. I, the, pedals are <laughs> the pedals are helping. Okay, the pedals do help. Um, no, I'm just an angry asshole on a racetrack. Anyway, that's my thing. 
That makes sense. Uh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get to that later. Uh, but uh, I don't necessarily get drunk every day. I might have a beer while I'm racing or whatever. I might do a couple of shots of fireball. In order for me to do this podcast, I have to do it. Like, I am that socially, uh, I'm such a fucking introvert. I have to have alcohol in order for me to talk if I know more than one person is going to hear it. Because if not, I will clam up and I won't fucking say anything. Um, that's just me being weird. Uh, but I don't, I don't get drunk every day. But when I do get drunk, it is bad. It's really bad. It is fucking terrible here uh, in Danville, Virginia. It is fucking terrible. I try not to do it around my son. I might have a beer, whatever. But the the, the fireball stays locked up until uh, he's not here. And then when he's not here, it's fucking game on. <laughs> and it's not it's usually not good. So much so that, um, and people don't know this about my fucking situation. So my fiance left me um, in May, end of May. And it was a big fight that happened literally after, after coming home from Bowman Gray. Um, and, and it was partially her fault, partially my fault. We both looked like fucking assholes in front of my son. And I was like, all right, this is fucked up. She left for about give or take a month. And eventually we decided to reconcile things, come back. Well, in that process, my ex-wife, being the whore that she is, uh, she decided that she Never, never liked my fiance. Never liked Terry. And when Terry came back, immediately she called Child Protective Services, trying to get Jaron taken away so that she wasn't around that, so that he wasn't around the two of us, which didn't work at all. They were like, we were like, hey, it was an argument. It happened. And I mean, they talked to everybody separately, whatever. Everything was fine. But because of that, and because of the drama that my ex-wife wanted to start with my girlfriend, whatever, she wound up leaving again. And at that point, it was like, okay, this is fucking done. Now, if anybody remembers the last episode that I did, I did solo with my cat Salem. Um, of course, when when she left, she took the two cats with her. So Damien and Salem were gone. Uh, and, and then I got this new fucker that's staring at me right now named Orion, who is, what are you now? Six, seven months old? Anyway, uh, he's a little hellion. Uh, in the process of all that happening, uh, something happened to where she couldn't have the cats at her new boyfriend's house. By the way, she gets over people really fucking quick. Um, couldn't have the cats at her boyfriend's house, so the cats are back over here. So Salem and Damien are still with me, along with Orion. And so now I have three cats. Technically, two of them are not mine. 
you're catching up to me. For how long? I don't know how little, how long this is going to last. But I like my cats because Damien was technically my birthday present, and Salem was technically Jaren's Christmas present. But because she paid for the adoption fees, they're her cats. Anyway, I'm not arguing over that. I've done that enough for a month. Uh, now, I have to have constant contact with my ex because of the cats. <laughs> and it really fucking gets on my nerves. <laughs> because I'm like, hey, <laughs> when you show up over here, it really fucking bothers me. <laughs> because... <laughs> You have all of this stuff that's like, hey, I have a new boyfriend. I have a fucking necklace that has his race car number on it and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, get that shit out of my fucking face. You're just waving it in my fucking face. So then the depression hits harder for me because it's like, hey, you know, broken heart, whatever. I kind of get over it after a while. And then that happens, and it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm still fucking over here pissed drunk by my fucking self. So that's when the fireball comes out. Yep. You get those you get those gut punch reminders that just kind of trigger you a little bit and set you back. And it's, uh, I mean, it sounds easy to say, but it's really fucking tough when it hits you. No shit. Which is why your situation is like, I can't imagine that shit. And I'm like, no. There's no way I could fucking do that. There's no, I, like, I, literally the only reason I'm still here is because of my son. And I have no other reason to be here other than him. That's why, I, your your thing, I can't imagine that without, I mean, when someone says, oh no, he does it for attention, I don't fucking believe that for a fucking second. On top of that, the fucking uh, dysautonomia stuff. I mean, I wish I did it for attention. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I have said that. I was like, oh, if I was doing this for attention, what? I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Like, I, I wouldn't be literally sitting there going, please, don't let me wake up. I don't want to wake up from this. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Been there. <laughs> yeah. It's just... There's times where you just don't see a point. You just, I mean, and it's a lot of times. Like you, you, they say time makes everything better, but I feel like the people that can put faith in that, put stock in that, and believe in that, have something going on, like you do with with Jaren, where you have something still to work towards. I just don't really feel that. You know what I mean? And like, as far as the health side, there's no cure, no getting better so you just don't really have a whole lot of hope or faith that things will have a chance to improve like you're just this is new normal basically and it's it's really hard to adjust to yeah that's that's why i'm like anyone that says that shit that's like you know oh it's 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 all a front for for attention which i don't know if it was said or not what it, i mean no one's ever said it in front of me because I'm, especially now with with, with my mindset right now, uh, it's it's a big part of why I I take depression much more serious now. Like for me, 
I was always the person that people went to with their problems and always talked to with their problems because I'm a good listener and not necessarily that I have any advice because God knows I have fucked up my life enough uh, to, 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 I mean, I've fucked up enough lifetimes that you couldn't count them at this point. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily have advice, but I always listen to people when they talk about their shit. And I was always kind of that friend that people would lean on. Like, hey, I can vent to you because I don't judge people. I don't judge people for shit. Do what you do, whatever. If it doesn't affect me, it's it's whatever. I, I, I don't particularly... I'm not going to say nothing about it. I'm not going to go back and tell anybody else some other shit. Um, and I was kind of always the person. I mean, this is always through fucking high school and everything that people always come to. And realizing that I've dealt with fucking depression since I was in the fifth fucking grade. Because that was when I became the fat kid and got picked on my entire fucking high school career. I played football. Only because I didn't want to be the fat kid. Jeez. And I mean, I was decent at football, but I wasn't like fucking all state. I wasn't going to go play for fucking Virginia Tech or whatever. I was like, you know, best I could do, I'd go play for fucking Averett or something. If they would have had a football team back then, but they don't. They do now. They don't. They didn't when I was coming up. <laughs> that was the best I could do. Um, it, it, the football coach even told me, he said, if you had any of your dad's size, my dad's six foot four, 300 pounds. I am five foot nine, five ten on a good day. And sitting right now, at, uh, well, I've gained about five pounds over the holidays. So I'd say I'm probably about 215. <laughs> if I had any of my dad's size, he said, you'd be playing D1 ball because you know more about football than a majority of the people over here. Uh, what positions you play, you know everything there is to know. Um, I was smart, but I was short and fucking fat, and I couldn't fucking run. So that was my problem why I didn't go play D1 ball. And I only played football because I didn't want to be the fat kid. I said, well, hey, if I play football, I can be like, well, I'm, you know, I play right guard. I, I have to be big. What are you talking about? <laughs> It didn't work until my ninth grade year. Ninth grade year, I was really fucking popular that year. I don't know what the fuck happened tenth grade on, but <laughs> ninth grade, I was really fuck. I hit a growth spurt and I got lost a shit ton of weight, and I became like fucking stud for my freshman year, and then I just went right back to being a piece of shit after that. <laughs> um, and then it won't. I mean, it was two years out of high school. I was with my wife like we got married eight years later but i was with my wife and other than her and terry it's the only two people i that i had actually been with for 15 16 17 years and so that was my that was my entire love life you know had a son fucked up a marriage i say i fucked it up i really didn't uh, she don't listen to this anyway. She left me for another guy. There you go. Yeah, y'all know. Yeah, uh, y'all know how that ended. <laughs> Seems to be a fucking 
going cycle here. Uh, so, yeah, that's what my dep- and and on top of that, I was always the person that everybody went to. Nobody ever listened to my fucking problem. So it was always I had to just deal with it my fucking self. And that's not advised with my mind. No. I, I'm fucking crazy. If y'all haven't noticed me on a racetrack, I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to get put into therapy for a while and then the problem with that was like, I actually felt like I was making progress in this therapy session, both because he, this therapist had actually heard of POTS, which is shocking, and then uh, like kind of knew the psyche behind it and kind of knew chronic illness and all that side of thing. And of course, pretty much any counselor has dealt with grief counseling. So obviously between the two, um, this counselor really knew kind of where my mindset was and I felt like it was helping and everything, but then uh come early 2020 target had found enough ways to manipulate uh my employment even though i was out on medical leave and they were able to terminate me which released my insurance so i was not able to afford uh going to therapy anymore so ever since then i've been on my own and it's 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 a hard road to struggle when you when you it's just so many different facets that you're kind of stuck in and you just feel like you're getting further and further behind and you don't feel any progress to catch back up and it, it, it's it's not a pretty picture but you know just things like the srl and the twitch streaming and the online gaming gives me a momentary release from the just the weight of all of that stuff and you know for just a few moments i can get out and escape and put my mind to something constructive and try to make something better and make a place for people to come together and have this community feeling. And so that I don't want people to feel like I do when I just feel like I'm alone and don't have a whole lot of, you know, construction around me. I don't know if that's quite the right word. A structure basically of yeah, structure network of people to, to, to help and I just, that was my number one goal with creating the league set up in the first place. And even way back in Arca season one was to try to have a connected place where people can just put away all their stupid shit and just come together and have a little fun and escape the world for a little bit. That was my number one goal by far with the whole racing community. Yeah. And that, I mean, and, that's kind of the common bond between me, me, you, and I racing is that we both kind of get to it for the same reasons to kind of escape from all the bullshit. But at the same time, we end up bringing more bullshit into our own fucking selves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, who would have, who would have thought racing drivers would be um, dramatic a bit? Yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> but in, in, in fairness, the shit that happens at SRL, Grant, it's different on your side because you're, you're kind of running the shit. Uh, you're more, you're more higher up in the whole thing, whereas I'm, I'm a shithead that shows up every other week and uh, you know, kind of talks a bunch of shit, and then we fucking move on, uh, cause havoc, and you know, leave everybody to fucking pick up the pieces later. Um, but 
that's what iRacing was for me. It was my fucking getaway. And much like it is for you and creating everything over here. And yeah, your Twitch channel has, you know, great following with it. Obviously the broadcasting uh tied into it. Um you have everybody at SRL. Um I mean everything that you've kind of been able to bring together. And and yeah, y'all are super inclusive and 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 all of that stuff. Uh and I'm like, you know, it's a it's a great community and a lot of really supportive people like especially if they hear this shit and they hear that, you know, hey, the shit that we are going through like is legit. Um and like I said, I'm probably going to do a whole fucking other fucking intro for this thing, but um like everybody has their own fucking problems. The shit that happens at SRL is literally water off my back. I think about it for maybe an hour and then I'm fucking completely done with it because I'm like, oh yeah, I have all these other fucking burning buildings going on in my fucking life. I did you know, Ian Montrose turning me on it out of turn two at South Boston doesn't fucking make shit to me. It's just nothing compared to what the fuck else I have going on. Damn it, Ian, you son of a bitch. Ian just, he's a slight distraction. Okay, it's a slight distraction from the bullshit I, I actually have to deal with. He's just doing his part to give you an escape. I, and I love him for it because it works most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I fully understand everything and it, and that's why going back to the point i guess you know the whole it's for attention no this shit isn't for fucking attention like i wouldn't open up and tell people oh yeah i slit my fucking wrist i literally have scores all the way up and down my arm because i took a razor blade to my fucking arm fucking two months ago and thought while i was completely shit-faced drunk on fireball after work at at 8 30 in the morning it was when this happened. And I was like, well, that's going to fucking sting for fucking two weeks. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so. I, I know where I know where, where, where it's coming from, man. And like I say, your situation is 10 times worse than mine. Mine's I got my fucking heart broken. Yours is your life fucking crumbled. Uh, you know. That's that's a whole other fucking level, and then on top of that, the the health stuff that you have going on with dystonomia. I only know how to say that because of you. <laughs> that's the awareness is working. The awareness is working. <laughs> um, fortunately, I don't. Well, I don't know. I ain't been to a fucking doctor in a while. I don't know what the fuck I got going on with me. Could be anything. Uh, I I know I have a terrible back. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's from carrying the team for so long oh do you think that but <laughs> there's i have way too it's just people are way too many way better than i am uh at this point uh fine it's because you carry the podcast i carry the podcast and i haven't done that for six months so. <laughs> you're out of shape you need to do it more that's why you're back that's why i'm back i gotta Perfect. i gotta get fucking back on the fucking ball Take a be your New uh, Year's resolution. 
no, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I'm <laughs> going to be the same asshole I was in 2022, just even more so. Just even crankier. Probably so. <laughs> even so, more monstrous, wrecking. So let's 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 get out of the whole fucking depression shit here. I'm fucking tired of talking about this shit. Uh but yeah, don't don't go carving yourselves up, kids, because that's it, it hurts. Honestly, <laughs> don't hurt when you do it at first, but two days later you're sitting there going, "Fuck this, fucking hurts. Can't move." Anyway, <laughs> uh. Let's move on to the future of SRL. What the fuck have we got going on for next year? I know you've already said, I don't fucking know. Uh, because we're not doing anything for another month and a half. Yep, we're in the uh, the point of, uh, thank God we made it through Season 7. And there's been you know, precursory talks about what's going to start happening for Season 8. But they haven't been super in-depth. They're just getting the framework done now. And I already have it where one of our... Uh, league managers that was going to step up is actually having some issues i don't want to get into it because it'd be hipaa violation but um may have to uh restructure already <laughs> so that's why i'm like i'm saying it's 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 six weeks away still so we don't have a whole lot of framework you know set in stone but we have the wheels in motion and we're trying to make sure we have plenty of good people in good places so we can have another strong successful season in season eight of sidewinder nice Nice. Uh, the changes that I have written down. Um, obviously Hayden taking Arca. Yeah. Travis still doing our uh Xfinity. Yeah. Travis mostly. still there. Yeah. Um, Cup Series. Don't know. Um, uh, precursors of uh, Ethan Evers has mentioned he'd like to take that over if he, he's gotten the information from me on what it would take. And uh, so he's kind of got that on his uh, back burner right now to see if maybe that's something he's interested in. So that's that's where we sit on cup right now. That's better than what I had wrote down. I had question mark. Uh, <laughs> the dirt series probably if if that sticks around, Scott probably still do that. Yeah, Scott Scott's on board for that. Yeah, he's already. All right. Uh, trucks. As far as I knew, it was going to be either Will or Cody was going to do that. Uh, it had been actually set up to be Jake Lawrence, and uh, that was the one that I had a, a, a recent message from that he may not be able to fulfill that. So it may switch over to being Cody and Will. We'll have to see right. how things go with Jake, and uh, we wish him a speedy uh, recovery for his health situation. And uh, yeah, that's get, all I can say there. Get, the, get those khakis good and starched. Yeah, man. Iron them out. <laughs> uh, 87s. Fucking question mark on that one too. Um, yep. I'm going like to try I and get Lucas in on that. <laughs> I think he'd be perfect for it. That's why I mentioned him. But yeah, if he doesn't, maybe we'll put some feelers out there. See if someone else wants to take it over because that's really the easiest one. I mean, it's so laid back in the 87s that you don't have a whole lot to worry about. And yeah, we may push the, we may push the time back a little bit later to get some more participants in that one. That'll also work. Um, yeah. All right, that takes us to the Saturday Legends. I think Will's taking that over. Yes, Will's taking. And then, over. and then on Sundays, Adam is Arca Break. Adam, Arca uh, Break. Adam makes the final four. Decides the hell with it. We're gonna take it over. And yep, uh, he can put the tracks where he wants. Make sure he can try to have a title next season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's <laughs> what I told him to do. I was like, uh, uh, being the admin, right? <laughs> well, the the idea, and just just preliminary. He hadn't really gone through. It talking trying to get a sponsor in here on it but the thing we're trying to do we're 
basing our schedule, which nothing's set in stone yet, but we're kind of basing it around how things are done here with late models versus it being a street stop. We're kind of taking the late model approach of how to do things here with bigger races happening. You, you, you have your, your weekly events, but you have also these fucking crown jewel, fucking triple crown races going on. Oh, yeah, how Legends was set up, yeah. Kind of, kind of, sort of. Not so much. Like, I think we're going to do, like, legit triple crown. If you know anything about the late model stock triple crown, You'll know what three tracks I'm possibly talking about. <laughs> um, and I'm like, hey, and he's, it's, uh, I, it's all pre-planning right now, but we kind of have an idea of what we want to do. Probably going to be less dirt races. For sure going to be less dirt races. Not doing the alternating thing. Uh, other than that, I don't really know what else we're doing. I just know that that's an idea we have thrown out there. Uh, everything else as far as series goes, I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go along over the uh, next couple of uh, shows that probably going to try and get going here. Um, so I guess that's going to take us to talking about me and you now. <laughs> Set the depression aside. Let's talk about me and you on track. Oh, we we wrecked each other a lot. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> Quite a bit. You don't know how to drive. I don't know how to drive. It's just how it is. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's just more of a, uh, it's kind of like how it is with me and Ian. We're both kind of on the same level and, uh, we just always end up racing the fuck out of each other. <laughs> yep. We're always together because we suck equally. Yeah. Uh, you know, anywhere between sixth and seventh, that's where we're going to be at. Um, man, we wrecked a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. I can I, I can specifically remember me wrecking you at Martinsville. And you post well in trucks. <laughs> in trucks at at, uh, at Martinsville and you post race absolutely grilling the shit out of me and showing me that I was fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I you entered in high and I entered in higher. <laughs> but I was underneath you. Yeah, and, uh, I turned the shit out of you, and I was like, I thought, hey, he turned down on me. I know he turned down on me. And went back and watched it. I was like, I fucking wrecked the shit out of him right there. <laughs> that, was, that was my bad. Um, there's been, I know Homestead, you, you, you didn't directly wreck with me, uh, but you pushed coming out of turn two and slammed into the fucking outside wall. Which then shot you back down to the inside of the track, and guess who the fuck you hit? Me. Probably some thirty-seven <laughs> guy. <laughs> Me and Travis Morton. We both were mad at you that day. <laughs> I was like, "Can't I can't race around him without him wrecking me at some point?" Um, <laughs> the super late models last last season. Boy, me and you fucking. It seemed like every fucking race we were wrecking each other. It's fun though. <laughs> it was fun as hell, but I know Southern National, you absolutely beat my back bumper off. Then you got around me. No, that no, you didn't pass me in that one. You wrecked me coming out of turn four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Is it that were, one? I remember one where you got 
you were right in front of me. You ended up passing the guy in front of you, and then they got you. Then you had to come back up behind me. And then you just ran out of patience when you were looking at my back bumper, and you got underneath me and lifted me off the ground. <laughs> no, that was a different fucking. That was a different trek. Yeah, that's Southern what I remember. Nation- last week. Southern National. Uh, uh, I can't remember where the hell that one was actually. Uh, but Southern National was where I was parking it in the center of the corner, and you were overdriving the entry big time and i was like i can get around him he's gonna burn up his right front real quick which you did and, and when i passed you i was like all right cool we're good we're just gonna drive away from him that didn't fucking happen because i got stuck behind garrett and who the hell ever else was in front of him and i was, I was every time i was like i know swiss is driving it into the fucking corners harder than i am so he's gonna hit me at some point and sure enough going into turn three you run into me and it fucking it, but that fucking car just cut you to the side. And I was like, well, we're fucking wrecking. And I'm, I'm 90 degrees to the fucking racetrack. Caution's coming out. And I see 26 going by on the apron. I said, nope, hit the fucking gas. Yep. Put your ass over. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I was like, yep, I, I deserve that. <laughs> I have pictures of that. That's why I remember it so well. Because I'm like, yep, he got me right there. And then sure enough, I fucking gassed it up. And yoink, up and over he went. Pretty sure that's the one where I came over the radio. I was like, Cliff, did you gas it up there on purpose? And you're like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already, I already knew the answer. You knew what happened. I was like, ah, no, you ain't get away with that one. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it on the radio because I knew what happened. <laughs> uh, that's happened more than more than people would ever believe that's happened. Uh where I'm like, I know I just got wrecked, but this guy's going with me. Who was it? They, it was like a mile and a half track where you got wrecked, and they were spun out with you. Was it Clapper? And you just like slammed the gas to make sure you got extra damage while you were both no, no, wrecked no, no, no. the backstretch? No, this season, that was Bandio. Oh, was it Bandio? Yeah, Bandio wrecked me in turn. I want to say it was Iowa, and he wrecked me in turn one. And I mean, I just I pull on Jerry Nadu, fucking just spun it. Man, smash the fucking wall driver's side and he happened to come up and was like nose to nose with me and I just fucking dropped her down into first gear and hit the fucking gas and run right into him <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> I mean everybody everybody at this point has to know if you wreck if I race the shit out of you I might knock you out of the way I might rub on you I might bump you if I wreck you I feel bad about it but if you wreck me and I'm like hey it, it, it's not a, an immediate, oh man, that's, that was my bad. I totally fucked it up. Nine times out of ten, at, ten times out of ten, I am going to come back around either under caution or I'm going to find you later in the race and I'm going to hit you. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of principle, I'm going to hit you. That's happened in CTC. It has happened in SRL. It has happened in off-season modified tour if what other fucking late leagues do I, it has happened in area it has happened in every fucking racing league i have raced in on this entire list of fucking leagues that i have on discord i have done that where if i get wrecked i'm coming after you i don't care <laughs> everybody at this point in srl should fucking know it's happening yep and just have to um try to do it where it's uh, not looking like an intentional wreck <laughs> you just do it under caution. That way, that and I, and I don't do it to where I absolutely destroy them. I just go up there and you know nudge them a little bit. Like, hey, I didn't like that, which I don't have a problem with. That's com- 
to me, that is completely okay. If you park, oh, sure. if you park me for that, kiss my ass. <laughs> so I not going full William and Byron and spinning a mouse, what you're saying under yellow. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, I'm probably not going to race next week anyway because of my work schedule. So I liable to do anything. I don't know. <laughs> you make a fair point. That's what everybody has not figured out yet. Oh, this guy misses every other fucking race in every series. So if we park him for this race, he's just not going to be there anyway. It doesn't matter. He's already parked. I gave up my secret. Damn it. It's a problem with this show. It's a problem with talking too much. You give away all the secrets. Yeah, it'll be all right. Everybody knows it anyway. <laughs> So what? So what is the most memorable moment for you in SRL so far? Other than starting this whole thing up and seeing how much it's grown and all of that stuff, like what race in particular, racing or broadcasting, has been your favorite moment of being in SRL? Uh, the Vegas win with uh, me and Jr. racing for it at the end at Vegas and the uh, Xfinity series. Was that the one where Blake wrecked? Um, doesn't Blake wreck in sixty percent of them? I mean, I'm saying in particular, he wrecked in that one. I don't know. I just remember the end of it. There's like seven laps left. The caution's out. Everyone else is out of tires except for me and J.R. Deal. We go down and get our last set of tires with seven laps left and blow through the field because no one else has tires. And then I was able to get through the traffic quicker than J.R. So I had a little bit of a lead and he's just on my bumper for the whole seven laps trying to get by me and, uh, Trenton with the radio call, and he's just like, DG's gonna do it, rolls the dice, and wins for baby Jacob. And yeah, it was really emotional, so it was awesome. That one would be. Um, that's not the Vegas win I was thinking of for you. I have one... Vegas win, I have two, um, two Xfinity Vegas wins, so yeah. <laughs> I like the track a lot. Yeah, this one was a playoff race. That wasn't a truck race, was it? No, it was Xfinity race for playoffs. Xfinity? Okay, that's the one then. We were all, of course, low drag guys over there. I can't remember who it was. I was trying to get into, I think it was for a Final Four spot. Um, It was either Quinn or Lucas. Lucas was probably already in. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think Quinn was trying to get in. But he had a set of tires and needed a caution. And you had taken tires on a restart, and nobody else did. And so you just come blasting through everybody. And Blake lost it on the front stretch. And the whole time, it's all of us over there going, don't save it. Don't save it. Bring the caution out. We need a caution. And he saves it and straightens it up. No caution comes out. And we're like... Dude, you fucked all of us <laughs> not having a chance at that. What a terrible teammate. How dare you do the right <laughs> thing, you son of a bitch. I remember we were giving him, and we still give him hell. We're like, Blake's such a terrible teammate. He wrecks and then fucking doesn't bring the call out. When the whole team needs a call sheet, he's like, nah, we got this, fam. We got this. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> poor Blake ah, poor Blake he catches hell I need to get him on here but I really don't fucking want to hear it out of him 
It's just, oh, oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> if you talk to Blake long enough, that's all you hear. You say something about, oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> he's going to be mad because I say that. Like he's right here. <laughs> I can't do the squeaky voice. I have to pinch my nose for doing that. <laughs> oh, let's see. What's your biggest disappointment in SRL? Um, the pointless drama. Uh, yeah. Right, day, does it really matter? You're right. It doesn't. <laughs> You're right. You are correct about that. Uh, but so many of us have fucking egos, and we just want to look better than everybody else. <laughs> True. I just want to be seen. That's all. <laughs> I do shit just to make a scene. Like, oh yeah, put the camera on that guy. That's all I do. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he just wrecked somebody for no fucking reason. Guess why? Because he wanted to get on the fucking camera. That's why. Perfect. <laughs> uh, God, I think the race God. you're talking about is the truck race with Giglio wrecking. Was that was that the one he wrecked in? Yeah, it looks like it. He was in that race. He wasn't in the Xfinity one. Oh, well, shit. And he finished a lap down. So, yeah, it makes sense. It was that one. So, yeah. It had it had to have been more than seven laps then. You wouldn't have. No, that, I was talking about the Xfinity race for the seven laps. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yep, I was just okay, confirming okay. that the uh, the Blake wreck was a different race. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because <laughs> I didn't run Xfinity a lot back then, anyway. I don't even remember what season it was. Whatever. Season three of Trucks. You finished tenth. Quinn finished seventh. Lucas eighth. Yeah, we all needed a caution. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we got a set of tires. Fuck. Never mind. <laughs> about that. Yeah, about that. That one Suck. ended up being a fuel mileage race. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, because you you took the tires and nobody else did. It's yep. like that didn't work out. And that's why only five trucks finished on the lead lap. <laughs> yep, that's exactly why. Yep. I mean, it's a fun race for you. Sucks when you're running 10th. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's 10th is still like, you know, right at the top half of the field. So, you know. I mean, it sucks when you're running 10th and the guy you were racing for 10th all of a sudden is leading by three quarters <laughs> of the fucking track. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have took tires like he did. Instead, I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> I want it. I want. I want it for season three for not taking tires in that damn race. <laughs> Nailed it. And then I want it for season whatever last season was for not taking enough fuel and fucking running out and Jr. winning that race. Season seven. Oh, that one made me mad. Hard oh, to believe so... we're already on coming up on season eight. No shit. I forget that we have multiple seasons, so I'm like, well, damn, we've been doing this shit for eight years. I'm like, no, we ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Started this in like middle of 20, 2020, so calm down. Yeah, no shit. Pandemic, April, April pandemic paid, the pandemic paid for my fucking computer. It's the reason why I have IRAC. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, uh, let's see. What other questions can I come up with here? Favorite person to race against? Not me. I know it ain't. I mean, you're up there. I probably am, but yeah, we wreck a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, but seems seems to be the people I wreck a lot with are also the people I like racing with because we end up around each other a lot to be able to wreck a lot. So you I know, mean, it is true. Yeah, so like guys like you, Mike Edwards, um, 
people that I mean, that's why I picked him as my teammate. That uh, you know, just people I'm always around, you know, and uh, give good, hard battles, but clean, mostly clean battles, or at least respectful battles, you know. Yeah. Like you, you kind of understand what's coming one way or another, <laughs> and uh, I like that's the kind of battles that I like. I don't really appreciate people that just come out of nowhere and run right through your ass, even though you're clearly there. Yeah, I like coffee. Uh... Hmm. <laughs> I didn't say it. Wasn't even the one I had in my mind. Shockingly. Oh, <laughs> no, definitely not that one. Um, no, um, if, we, if we really wanted to throw names out there and make it the true spitting venom, it would have been uh, guys like Roebuck and uh, Sipes. That they, when they get behind you, they just don't have the patience to work their way around you. They're just you're either going to move or they're going to move you. Yeah, I I can agree with that uh, on both fronts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Blake, Blake definitely has the aggressiveness to just move you the fuck out the way. Uh, and and Sipes, I was going to wreck him the other night when I was racing with him, but <laughs> I decided to get Thomas instead, apparently. I tried to wreck Lucas. <laughs> Jeez. We were, running, we were running the four bangers at uh, USA. It was actually a really good idea for a series I would love to do. The, uh, the uh, what is it, G86 Toyota? Those are fun. Yeah, that thing on a short track is ex- almost, not, uh, almost like driving a fucking Hornet at uh, South Boston or Ace or any of the tracks that do the four bangers around here. That was, I was like, it's pretty fucking close, honestly. That, you could tinker with the uh, gearing a little bit to where you don't have to necessarily shift in the middle of the corners. It'll be really good. But uh, I was like, it handles pretty close. Compared to, uh, I mean, the fucking lead sled I was driving when I was racing at South Boston, I think it was it was a shit show. Um, I can imagine what a good car would feel like going around there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did that, and Sipes and Green happened to be in there, and me, Lucas, and Daniel were all in there, and Lucas uh, wrecked me, um, and so I tried to get him back under caution, and then I wrecked everybody else all tf forward it was like y'all didn't see that happen that didn't happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> it never fucking happened <laughs> <laughs> i know right now if thomas green comes back to srl he's gonna fucking wreck me because he's because i did that shit he was like because he knew i was in that race he was like hey cliff i remember you blah blah blah, blah. and he even said something i was like yeah and then i promptly fucked his shit up and i was like my bad, and Alt F4, I'm gone. <laughs> the Alt F4 of shame. That's what it was. I was like, ah, we're not going to... That didn't happen. <laughs> and I went back to race the Modified, so... <laughs> oh, back where you belong. I mean, what? I will say... Well, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I will say this. I got Lucas and Blake both to do an SK Modified race with me last night. They kicked my ass, and I was mad as hell about it. I was going to say, did you win at least? No, they both beat me. And it was because I had... This week has been this week has been a little bit rough uh, with, uh, with Arca being at Martinsville and uh, mm. the SKs being at South Boston and the uh, Tour Mods being at Phoenix. Which is, and technically, the uh, late models being at Southern Nationals, I'm doing better in that than I have anything. Uh, but, uh, Martinsville has been a shit show. 
Uh, I did have a win oh, at Talladega in a C Open. Um, other than that, I've been finishing pretty much third and fourth in all the modified stuff. Other than when I eat shit, die. <laughs> and uh, so my safety rating took a tank down to about a 1.7. I was like, I'm, a, I'm you know, I got to kind of be nice. And uh, in practice, I was faster than both of them. And that was eating them two up because you know how they are. They like being top of the board. Yeah. They, it was eating them two up. That was fast. And, uh, and, of course, me not being a good qualifier uh, sucked at qualifying. I qualified fourth. Blake was on the pole. Luke was on the outside. And so I'm lined up behind Lucas. And Lucas is like, uh, yeah, just so you know, every other lap, I hit the outside wall on the backstretch. And I was like, not surprised. You never drive <laughs> these cars. And then he promptly decides on the on, on the start of the race, which by the way, no cautions. Um Great. he decides to uh miss this fucking shift, which sends me back to fifth. <laughs> Beautiful. And and then I have to work my way back up and I get up to third. No, I got up to fourth. Lucas was running third. Blake drove away from everybody. And and uh this other guy that was running second, Lucas ended up wrecking him. And and was told he has to do better. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think you know who you're talking to. This guy's like a he's four, five, three, whatever, whatever thousand he's at, double of what mine is, probably. He's way better than you, bruh. And bruh. uh he he just happened to, you know, hook him coming out of turn two and dude lost a, a ten year old, lost his shit. Uh, <laughs> so Kieran, uh Whoever Kieran is, he's uh, still pissed off at Lucas about that. <laughs> but I fin- we finished one, two, three, so it worked out. Nice. Except that was three. It pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, but you got to be used to finishing behind those two, right? I mean, it is true. You finish behind them a lot. I don't want to wreck them. <laughs> um, man, anything else we need to talk about that you can think of? I'm out of notes. I feel like we covered it pretty well. I mean, I did want to ask, do you still bring the Hooters car out anymore? I do. I do bring it out every now and then. Don't even know if it works now. Didn't every get the ARCA car get redone? Oh, yeah, it did. I haven't brought out since they redid it. (laughs) Well, it was fun while it lasted. It was. I I, I actually really liked that one. That That was one of the cooler ones because I've always had this fascination with that car the 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 rick mass paint scheme that he had with that one i was like yeah the brick on the bottom part i was like yeah if i had a car it would be that one (laughs) so then i was like all right i'm gonna do a throwback get swiss to do it we're gonna go with that rick mass paint scheme and then like three other people make it (laughs) on different cars and i'm like oh shit well there it is there shit None of them have your Discord or your Twitch name on the back. Yeah, none of them have any of my logos on them. Yeah, fuck those. Yeah, well, then Adam got good on GIMP, and uh, so he started playing around with that, and he was like, I I, I, I do paint schemes, and I was like, okay. okay. Just give, I'd give him these ideas, and he'd come up with something. I was like, man, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he has all my stickers and everything, and I'm like, all right, cool. Yep, go for it. 
Knock yourself out. Yeah. I mean, hell, you still got plenty of them you got to do. You don't all have of, any to do. All of Jeremy's and <laughs> yep, <laughs> all yep. of Cody's and Jeremy left the uh, left everything. So when, when he got booted, so, you know, don't have anything for him. Really? Yeah. When did that happen? A while back. He left huh? uh, left Sidewinder, left uh, left the personal discords. Yeah, he's just like, take that. And I'm like, ouch, okay. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah. We're talking about Claffer, right? Not Cher. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Cher. Yeah, Cher, I don't do a whole lot for. He already has most of what he wants. Yeah, he runs kind of the same stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I just, I've, I've not had paint work to do in quite a while. Last one was Cody. Um, one of the few trucks done, so. Uh, it's been a while. It'll pick up as the season comes along. Everybody's going to want their new shit. <laughs> you think that? I think that. But I mean, you should just redesign all of Mike's and Ethan's and. I don't get paid for those. Oh, yeah, that's true. You don't. They're kind of. <laughs> they're kind of. They're, they're kind of. They're kind of your paints, and you just change numbers. <laughs> yep. Hello. Yeah. Uh, the truck series. I can announce that has a new uh, sponsor next season. It does. Cave RP. Oh. It's going to be Truck Series sponsor along with our team sponsor. So, yeah, cool of them right. to step so, up a level. So, while we're on it, the uh-huh. Cave RP thing. Uh huh. Since probably once they hear that you're on here, there'll probably be a lot of people to listen to this from over there. Uh, how does all that shit work? <laughs> I know how RP GTA stuff goes, but. Uh-huh. As far as like, like if I get GTA and then I have to figure out how to do all this shit, I don't know how to do stuff. Like GTA, I play with a controller. Yep. Can um, you do all the stuff over there with a controller? I bounce it, back and forth between keyboard and controller. That's what I. That's what I was wondering. Like, is it like both that you no, have what, to do? When I drive, I drive on sticks. Now you could do it all on keyboard, but you could not do it all on sticks. Hmm. Really? So yeah, so yeah, I drive when I drive, I drive on controller, and it makes you better at racing because if they're trying to WASD it, you're going to be you know all left or not left at all. You can't be anywhere in between. So right, right. Yeah, so you, you can uh, gain an advantage driving on the sticks when you're in races over there. But yeah, it's uh, it's fun over there. It's a lot of fun. You get laid back. You get work to do. You get a uh, basically things that you would kind of want to do in the real world, but you know the real world's scary and full of fuckheads, so you do it in GTA world instead. Right, right. See, you can't with catch me, COVID and GTA, you know what I mean? I mean, w- with me, I gotta be a bad guy. Plenty of that going around. I know. I don't want it to be too much. I have to be like the baddest of the bad guys. I have, to be like, I have to be like the worst out there. <laughs> it wouldn't take much, but the problem is the police would whoop your ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'll beat Margison's ass. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why it's on the police force? There's, there's quite a few um, voices that you would recognize over there. Oh uh, yeah, I, I've I've watched. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Hold on, I gotta go to Twitch real quick. It's a guy <laughs> that does Cave RP. I, I follow his I followed his channel because he was actually streaming it. Oh uh, crap, is he still on? It's not still on. Ellis. <laughs> Ellis works for me at my new bar. Uh, yeah, that dude. I was watching him. Um, yeah, I was kind of getting an idea of like 
what the fuck's going on over there? And like I could hear, like I could hear Bill, I could hear Jr. and Jake and whoever. I, I don't think you were on there at the time, um, but I was like, I was like, okay, okay, I, I can kind of. But at the same time, it's like they're doing stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> It's like somebody just starts. All right, I'm gonna go make tacos. I'm like, okay. <laughs> they're just, and it's just an hour of them just sitting there making tacos. And I'm like, well, when you I, own a business, that's kind of your focus. Is like you want to keep product in stock so that you can sell them to make money to buy cars. I know that. I know that. But I'm at the same time, I'm like, I have to figure out a way of being a scumbag drug lord and ha- having money just funneled to me through. No, ways where I can still go out and fucking strangle people and they never know about it. Yep, all that's possible. You just gotta drop in city and then your character has to figure it out from there. Like, you don't get to use outside information and take it in there, if that makes sense. Well, I know that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I don't know how to move around and do all this shit. Sweet. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that that part does take a little bit of learning. It's 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 maybe about a day of learning curve till you get all the muscles figured out and what does what. It's very helpful if you spawn in and ask for help and then someone available usually will volunteer to come show you around and figure out the muscles and your voice box and all that sort of stuff to get you situated and then and then it's a whole lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's the that, that's the stuff that I got to figure out like all the commands and Mm-hmm. moving yep. around I'm exactly like, that's that's the learning curve after that it's it's great yeah that's i think it's the one thing that's kind of keeping me from going over there because i'm like look i i'm a xbox guy so i come from running gun uh at gta <laughs> i don't know how to slash command do this to make myself fucking do the fucking worm across the ground or some shit i don't know how to do that shit <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know how to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, you learn certain key emotes and kind of stick to those until you learn more. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's gonna be the fucking learning curve for me. I'm still I, learning that shit. There's, there's so many emotes. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, because I, back in the day, I used to watch Bark Black and all those guys used to do all the RP shit, and I was like, oh god, <laughs> have I got a bunch of fucking psychotic characters in my fucking brain to come out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. They're 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 sponsoring the truck series. That's uh, and especially since. All right, clue me in on this. How the hell do they watch the races in game over there? It's just through Five M. You can do that. I put up different videos from like YouTube and Twitch and the TVs and my bar, and yeah, it's just how it works. You can you can uh, put anything from YouTube and Twitch over onto the TVs in there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I've now, I've like that's that's the shit that blows my mind. I'm like, I'm like, there's people in a video game watching real people play a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There, the uh, the bar that I own now is actually the first place in the city that streamed uh, any of the Sidewinder races. So it's kind of cool, kind of full circle there. Oh, really? Yeah, the people that bought it originally uh, kind of left the city, so it was a- available to buy, and I had all this money laying around. I'm like, fuck it, let's go for it. So yeah, I that- bought the, bought the billiard hall, and now we uh, now we run the pool the pool room, and we got all those TVs in there, and we're going to show whatever we can. Shit, I do I do like the fact that it kind of adds a whole other level, like because you can kind of see the difference from before. Man Cave and all those guys did the whole RP thing. 
you know, we had like you would have like in a broadcast, you would have a majority of the guys in the race watching. <laughs> then you would have like, you know, X number of, you know, people. Usually it's people from your community anyway that would be watching. And then like, like moms and dads and you know, family. Yeah, family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then when the RP thing came up and it's like, oh, yeah, they're watching it in the city. And it's like. So they're watching it inside of a video game. They're watching us play a video game and then it's like yeah and then you see like this whole plethora of other people that is like in there and i'm like no fucking clue who the hell these people are <laughs> yeah they're all uh in various levels of relationships with a lot of the drivers over there yeah. in the cave yeah and they would come over and support them and chat and it's really awesome i was like that's cool uh, that was something that was pretty cool to me i was like that's that's pretty crazy oh shit i gotta like on plenty of fish that's crazy <laughs> never that never happens. It's probably <laughs> fake. I've I've learned. God Almighty, this fucking internet dating thing. Jeez, there's so many fucking fake people out there. Oh man, it's terrible. I can't stand it. <laughs> Be glad you don't have to deal with that. At least, Jesus. <laughs> there is that. Oh uh, yeah. So I got uh, Kathy Scraws, who's not real. Uh, <laughs> Has liked me on plenty of fish, so there we go. As she listens to this podcast randomly, is like, hey. I guarantee you she doesn't. <laughs> fucking Omar in fucking India is not listening to this fucking podcast. Uh, God damn it, Omar. Uh, they're all scams. I figured that out. I'm getting scams on, on Instagram now, and it's like, really? <laughs> There's nowhere they won't find you. It's very true. It's one. It's one starts texting me, hey, baby, all this shit, and I'm like, your picture is a porn star I have already watched a hundred times. I guarantee you're not real. <laughs> Her name is not Sandra. Wow. Ah. <laughs> uh, but can I talk to you about your car's extended warranty? <laughs> no, they want money from you. They're like, hey, I'm in South Africa. I bet the fuck you're not. <laughs> um, than the ones that all say, like, I'm your son, I'm in jail, and, like, dude, my son's, like, six. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have, I have not had that one yet. Thank oh, God. Oh, yeah, wait, wait now, for it. It's coming. I have seen... This isn't with my kid. This is with my brother's son. In, well, what would be... My brother's stepson, Justin. He has, a, he has his own cell phone now. And literally would get spam calls about his car's extended warranty. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Not even close. Not even close. He's 10. Oh, he definitely does not drive. That's fucking, it's fucking hilarious, man. Internet dating. I gotta come up with better pictures. My shit's ugly, apparently. God. I've had, shit's real. I have had two likes in all six of the fucking damn dating apps I have on there. Put a I, should just, I, I, I should just go to Grinder. I'd have better fucking luck. Probably. <laughs> All right. I can't think of anything else, man. Shit. We've gone for a lot fucking longer than I thought we would. Uh, <laughs> I just let you go, man. Hey, this is yeah. how it happens. Get the mindset rolling, and I just uh, settle in and go along for the ride. Yep. Well, hey, we. I think we put together a pretty decent fucking show. I forgot. I was I was entertained. I don't know about you. 
I was too. I gotta do some editing though. That piss break in the middle, and then when my fucking shit decided to crap the bed on me, and you're probably just sitting there going, "Hello, hello." This break was hello. yeah. Was <laughs> like you there? Did you die? I'm probably just gonna leave that in there. <laughs> hey, fuck face, where'd you go? I'm here to die for about thirty seconds. We'll be all right. All right. Well, can't wait until we get things going in another month and a half. And but I think with uh. The new setup that I have here, eventually, uh, not now. Goddamn, I am broke. Uh, it's right after Christmas. Uh, so going into the new year, uh, going to try and get some things going as far as the show goes. Try and get more shit going. I have room to work now. Uh, I mean, it's still my living room, but I at least have more than a fucking TV tray. I have way more room. I have a giant fucking mouse pad, by the way. I'm just looking <laughs> at it right now. It's really fucking big. Um, I have more substance here. I, can, I have a legit area. So we're going to try and get some some upgrades going, try and get some more things. So I'm trying to get more shows going, for one thing. That's for sure happening because I have been away from this for far too long. And the fact that Craig has actually worked is astounding to me. Uh, so glad he, glad he is still working. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a lot less to fucking get him to start and stop now. So they have fixed that. The updated Craig is working very, very well. Um, we're going to try and get as many of the championship winners as I can get. Once again, I don't know a majority of these motherfuckers. Uh, and they probably do not want to fucking talk to me. I know Bill will. Uh, John probably will. Uh, Alex, not too sure. Uh, Mike will. I had to combo this in some way just to make it great. Because it'd be like, oh yeah, hey, good job winning the truck championship. How'd that go? Oh, it went pretty good. All right, cool. Show's over. Bye. That's the show. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a 30 second fucking show. We did that real quick. Uh, so we're gonna, I'll figure that shit out. Um, this one took a long time just to figure out because I was like, I wanted to go in so many different directions. Probably didn't go in nearly as many directions as I wanted to go, but it is what it is. It's literally having the big hoss show up and doing stuff. And yeah, we at least, you know, talked about all the times we wrecked anyway. <laughs> well, I'm still around. Uh, if you want to harass me on uh, a later episode, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I open up, open book. I don't lie to people, so I'll tell you straight up like it fucking is, whether you like it or not. <laughs> hey, that's why we get along right there. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll get you back on here at some point, I know. Um, but for me, uh, for Swiss and for this shithead sitting over here, Literally out of fireball now. Uh, I'm Cliff. I'll see you guys next time here on Spit and Venom. Bye-bye.